Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, we are live from Canberra with guests Becky Lucas, Nick Kappa, and Josh Earl. But hey, we got a couple of things to plug before we get into the episode. Very quickly, let's uh, let's see what's on the in the little diary for both of us. Hey, mm-hmm. weirdly, we share a diary. Yeah, <laughs> weirdly, this is very weird. But Newcastle, Newcastle in New South Wales, we are both there. If you're hearing this immediately as it comes out, we are both there. Within you know within the next week mm. we are both but we're not there together weirdly no, enough it's just a strange coincidence yeah I now I am there on December the t- uh, the ninth mm-hmm. headlining some show mm-hmm. so look that up mm-hmm. somehow you seem really invested in this gig that you're doing <laughs> <laughs> I knew I know it's in Newcastle I don't know the full details of mm-hmm. it so. Uh, it's on my Twitter. It's on my promo. You'll find it if you Google Newcastle and me. Uh, and then you're there a few days later. Yeah, I'm there on Wednesday the 13th. And, yeah, headlining, I believe the show is called The Big Dog Pod. Right. Uh, so that's in Newcastle. That's going to be heaps of fun. Uh, let me plug this. I'm also I'm going to be in Sydney that weekend doing a live episode of a, another podcast I do, which is about video games with friend of the show Adam Knox. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a show that I host with him and our friend Ben. We're doing a live episode of that and a Mario Kart tournament. That is Saturday, December the 16th at Cake Wines. If you go to the website for that show, filthycasuals.com. And, hey, if you're a listener of this and you're into video games, give that show a go. Because, hey, I reckon there's a lot of people that listen to this pod that are big old nerds just like me. Like me. I love Qbert. <laughs> it's the best. Um, so, hey, very. let's race through it. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Hey, look, uh, you know what we're about to put on sale? Mm-hmm. The We're doing four live shows in Melbourne next April, as we always, always do. Yeah, the month of April. Yeah. We're just like celebrating the month of April. Yeah. We just, just seems like a good time to get out of the house every Sunday afternoon. Just a tiny little self-contained podcast comedy festival that we're running ourselves. Yes. Oh, that's cheeky. Mm. Don't know how I feel about that at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we're doing four live shows uh, every every week. So go to our website. We this, These are the ones we do every year. They're always massive names. They're always packed crowds. Full houses, yep. superstar names. We save all the best for, for that period of time for some reason. And always a great run. The last few years they've been, man, those shows are always so fun. And yeah. we also have, so they're all on sale individually, but you can also get a season pass where you can go to all four shows for a discount rate. Heaps of people snap them up. Uh, and, yeah, we often end up with a lot of running things for the month. And, yeah, if all you've ever done is listen at home, it is such a different experience being in the room. It's and also so much more fun. Also, we generally have big names so it's a cool cool way to see big names in a small ish room for them yeah yeah for them um awesome so that that is now on sale get on there the the season passes are a little bit cheaper so get onto that um now closer to now of course more man fascinating for me we are going to maribara to do a live podcast Mm -hmm. now this is insane for me uh it is on saturday january the 13th. 13th Um, so we're going up there on the Saturday nights at 7 o'clock. We do the show. You've got time to drive home after the show if you want to. Um, otherwise, there are plenty of people staying up there. Mm. But, man, it is – I'm really looking forward to it. There's there's going to be a lot of weird things happen. Yeah. I want to see the Dum Dum Army out on the streets of Maribor, mm-hmm. more importantly, just to see the locals freak out. We're, we're probably a big chance of getting front page of the, the paper the next day, would you uh, say? I, I wish, I hope so. Unless a new supermarket gets opened that weekend or something. Oh, that's you're saying that like that's a joke. That's <laughs> That would be massive. That sort of shit is massive. Yeah, no, I, I was being half serious. We would not go, we would not beat a supermarket to the front page. Right. There's no way. Great. Absolutely not. I don't know what we would, what would be equal competition for us. I guess maybe if they put like a park bench in the main street, if they put a new park bench in well, the main street. Well, should we, to cover our bases, should we be looking into doing something while we're there that will be 
of more interest to the locals than us doing a podcast that could maybe our goal of the trip can be we need to make the front page of the paper the next day. Yeah, right. Well, the only way to do that is to ring up the paper and tell them to bring, send a uh, photographer down. Sure, let's do they that. They wouldn't sniff it out themselves. Uh, let's do that. Yeah, okay. All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll try it. We'll try it. Um, okay, so that's going to be massive. So come up and see where, where it all began. Um, <laughs> man, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what else we got on top of that? And then uh, vaguely in the back – and look, we're looking at announcing a few more live shows. But then vaguely looming in the background, of course, is Thailand, is yep. the Koh Samui podcast festival featuring the Little Dum Dum Club and a second podcast for the very first time mm-hmm. in the long history of the Koh Samui International <laughs> Podcast yes. Festival. We have added the dollop. So the, Dave Anthony, Gareth Reynolds are, are coming along as well. Um, so it's held at the beautiful Ozo Chuing Samui Resort. Uh, all the information is at littledumdumclub.com. It's got its own page for the podcast festival. Isn't it? It's littledumdumclub.com slash Koh Samui. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Direct link. So, Lovely. yeah, that gives you your link to the ticket. It gives you the link to the accommodation and the password to put in to get the sweet discount at the Ozo Chowing Samui. All the stuff you need to know is right there. And please, uh, yeah, grab both. You, There's no use you rocking up to Koh Samui and not having a ticket, not having any of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So do the right thing um, because otherwise we will um, uh, get you deported. Yeah. Easy. And oh, you, you have that kind of power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to plant drugs on you as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. yeah, you're really going to get fucked up. <laughs> like I appreciate the effort of you coming all the way over, but because you're a bit of a cheap sk- you skate, you're going you're yeah. to be in jail forever. So all of that stuff, uh, littledumdumclub.com, if you want to come see us live, do that. It's always super fun seeing you guys out there in the real world. Thank you to everyone who came along to this show that you're about to hear oh, yeah. in Canberra. This, uh, another Ripper Live episode, one that we we're all uh, very happy with. We were talking on the way up there about like, and it was the same last year. Imagine driving eight hours to then bomb at the gig. Like yeah. it's kind of the nightmare is the fear that you're going to get there and the show just is no good for whatever reason. But this was, uh, yeah, we were all in a, we were all in uh, great spirits on the drive back because yeah. we all had a lot of fun doing this. It was a cracker. Look mm. forward to this. Yeah. So this is great. Enjoy this with Nick Kappa, Becky Lucas, Josh Earl, and stick around at the end for the Patreon read. Hi, mates. Welcome to the Little Dum Dum Club. Live in Canberra, thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo. Standing next to me is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Good kids. Canberra 2017, we've done it again. Yeah. In a way, our nation's capital. Mm. Yeah. In many ways, we've gone down in numbers since last year, so this might be the last time we ever come back. Yeah. Oh, that's what's calling the business as a warm down. Um, <laughs> no, I was trying to make this exciting because this is the last time you're ever going to be. Anyway, whatever. Big shout out to the Spilt Milk Festival happening down the street. Yeah, um, big shout out to Lord who sucked punders away to her gig. And when I say shout out, I mean fuck you. Mm. Who, just for a second, I was like, who went to see Lord instead of us tonight? And then I realised that's not a question I can ask you. So I think she's on stage literally right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder what she's doing. Same as this? Maybe. This is the last time I'm going to Canberra. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I can count yeah. 88 people that went to a podcast and said, fuck this city. Yeah, she was banking on like 10,000 and only got nine and a half. She's yeah, like, yeah. fuck this backwater. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine is actually playing at Spilt Milk and he sent me a text saying, uh, I've just seen a bloke in a trucker hat, speed dealers, a broken arm in a cast and a t-shirt that says pussy eater. I mean, why aren't we playing the Spilt Milk Festival? Yeah. Our demographic is there, why, yeah. ready to go. That, that must have been a real hard decision between our show and 
lord for that guy, honestly. <laughs> like for people at home, yeah, there is a there's a massive music festival at the same time as us in Canberra. <laughs> for We've people picked... at home, because that's obvious in the room. <laughs> there's a big sign pointing the other way back through the venue that says music festival this way, and then another sign pointing down to the earth that says Albuquerque. So yeah. I just want to say thank you to the people who didn't show up and bought tickets tonight because, mm. as always, I love free money. Oh. Um, what is it, about 16 people that didn't show up? We nearly, we've nearly made 500 bucks <laughs> off cunts that couldn't get their shit together. So thank you once again for you fucking morons. Again, I, I hope Lord's up on stage at the moment doing the inventory of the gig, <laughs> working out how much she's gotten for doing yeah. fuck all. She's going oh, through... Sweet. She, Four grand yeah. for 80 yeah. cunts that don't get to hear Royals. Yeah. Awesome. She's going through the try booking list going, John McNamara didn't show up. <laughs> Fuck you and thank you. It's great. It's reverse APRA. Just yeah. getting money for the songs you don't play. Awesome. <laughs> Very nice. So because of because uh, we didn't know, like, we, you know, we just booked this in and then we found out, oh, there's this music festival on accommodation in Canberra itself is very expensive for the night, so we had to start looking and going, fuck, where else can we oh, stay? So is this true? Did someone, someone on the socials was saying maybe today or yesterday, there's someone laughing already, so this is the answer. <laughs> Did someone pay $600 for a hotel room for tonight? <laughs> That's a big yes from the embarrassed lady in the middle. Not bad. Hey, you know what they'd love if you don't turn up so they get that money for free? <laughs> Speaking from personal experience, it's a great feeling. Lord will probably take that hotel room tonight, actually. So, Did you really pay $600 for a hotel room for tonight? For two nights? $600 for two nights or $600 for each night? For two nights. Okay, so when so you three, said... So wait, $300 a night? Yeah. So just say $300 then, because... Private school. Read it and weep. 300 a night because you're here specifically to see this? Just say us. Just say, <laughs> just say you want to see us. So. It's pretty evident when she said I'm here for two nights that it's not just to see us. Oh, going to need to cool down for 24 <laughs> hours in that room. Couldn't possibly travel. The state I'll be in after the podcast. Yeah. I have to fan my vagina from all the wetness that happened last night. So, I did consider it. Did consider it. Now, that's the real Spilt Milk Festival, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Boom! Actually, I think that milk went off. <laughs> if you're listening at sorry, home, so you sorry. had a ticket so and you sorry. didn't turn up, this could have been yours, you fuckhead. <laughs> so Should because- we... Actually, can we get... Can we get the list of... Can we get the booking list so we can read out all the names of people who oh, didn't turn yes. up? Oh, yes. Let's pay... Let's do a live let's, Patreon let's... feed. <laughs> yeah. A live unpatronage yeah. read. Yeah, if we can get that in the next... Yep, yep, cool, it's Someone's on the way. literally the way. running it down oh. to us. Quick, there's content! Yeah. Jimmy, thank you to Jimmy the paper boy who just delivered that. Um. <laughs> What's that? Skippy Jack, my tiny dick off, is trapped down a well. <laughs> boy, I wonder what he's doing down there. All right, thank you too. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. This is like being in my share house. <laughs> Thank you, too, uh, for buying two tickets. Thank you for, to Daniel Hild. Daniel Hild? Yeah. Sounds like you should throw yourself off a very high hild <laughs> for, not having, for not turning up and for your mate not turning up either. <laughs> yeah. Now that we've got this free money, we are the king of the hild. Now I know why we don't do this in front of a live audience. So, uh, We're literally doing that next week. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, too. Someone who bought two tickets and didn't show up and didn't have a mate to turn up as well, David Leach. 
Leech. Well, I, I mean, I got to say, I've, I've, I mean, people have accused me in the past of being a bit of a leech, but no need now that a dumb cunt like this is giving me his money for free. Yeah. We have leached off him, David, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, so you worked his first name back into the burn on his, yeah, yeah. his surname. Thank or is you. this just a second David that you happen to be telling this to? Whatever works. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you, too. For buying three tickets and not showing up. Hope you enjoyed Lord. Jude Manic. Jude Manic? Forget about Manic Mondays. You had a Manic Saturday and <laughs> didn't turn up, you fuckhead. I'm not going to top that. Why bother chiming in? All right, we've only got two to go. All right. Boy, we can only hope that, you know, at least part of the reason that some of these people haven't turned up is some kind of personal tragedy. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> I mean, look... There's a lot of them in there. The odds are pretty high. What if, what if all these people were in a bus accident? it <laughs> will <laughs> be a fun Monday in the edit suite yeah. when we get home after an eight-hour drive. Imagine, imagine this, this exact same thing happening in the 50s and someone getting up and going, the big bopper, what a cunt. <laughs> Buddy Holly, fuck you. <laughs> Richie <laughs> Valens, suck my dick. Fuck <laughs> Man, if we read that in the paper tomorrow that there was an accident and all those people were on it, I'm going to be wishing I had a hotel room for the second night. <laughs> Can't go home, I've got to edit this goddamn episode. <laughs> all right, well, you've sort of scared me off the other name, so I won't do that. So, so. <laughs> no, Pick no. the funniest one. Pick the one who sounds most likely to have had a tragedy before them in the last eight hours. All right, all right, all right. Barry Comedy? <laughs> Carl. You haven't, you haven't been on Twitter in the last 20 minutes, have you? What? Barry Comedy. This is... All these people here, this is a weird time to do this in front of an audience. Please, go on. Bar- <laughs> Barry Comedy, you guys all saw this on social media before the gig, yeah? He just passed away half an hour ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't worry, that was a joke name, of course. <laughs> It's actually Gary Comedy, oh, so... Oh, thank God. Yeah, he's fine. And, uh, hey, thank you for the respect of my improv skills not asking me how he died. <laughs> didn't really have a good one in the chamber ready to go. I was going to say he died trying to suck his own dick. Would that have gone, would that have gone well? Sweet. Dick-sucking fan. Yeah, cool. Died trying to suck his own dick is coincidentally my favourite Lord song, so... <laughs> Should we, uh, what about, what about we do the... Better, better, swing. Um, how about we do this? Now, we get, a, a people here in the, uh, do you do the social medias? Do you do the social medias? Because we're on the social medias in all forms. Um, we are in, we have like a private Facebook group. Are people in that? Is anyone in that? People aware of Little Dum Dum Club? Um, so there was someone, I thought this was great, Someone and, and we have some teenage fans, which sort of freaks me out a little bit. Like, oh, because there's a teenager here tonight, isn't there? There's someone underage. Oh, is there a couple of people? Are you underage? Let's not do this oh. in public at a licensed venue. Oh, he's underage. How, how old are you, 17? 16. All right, mate, we've all got age going on. So, uh... <laughs> 16, how the fuck are you allowed to be here? Like, I mean, not... I know that you're allowed to be here, but what the fuck is wrong with your parents? Like, they're what, sorry? They're very unattentive. You seem quite mature physically for a 16-year-old. Jesus Christ. (laughs) For the listener at home, the 16-year-old is stroking his red rocket in the front row. That's the only reason Carl said that. Nothing weird. This guy started it. 
And to be fair, it looks like an 18-year-old penis, not a 16-year-old penis. So that's why I said that. That's why I said that. And I've, you know, I've seen a few, so I know the difference. Um, anyway, how did we get here? Um, we sat in a car for eight hours, my good man. <laughs> yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, no, we, we do have a Facebook group. People are aware of Little Dumb Home. And someone shared, and I love it when people share a bit of... Because people have been sharing stuff like uh, uh, writing ads for us on Dunny Walls and Dunny Doors, which I fucking love. It's my favourite thing. So thank you, everyone, for doing that. If all of you could do that on the one Dunny Door tonight, that would be awesome. <laughs> and sorry for the manager. Um, so we, we someone, someone that was... I was going to say underage, but that sounds way too creepy. Someone who was at school did, had the, got to the end that's of the... That's worse. That's worse. <laughs> Someone graduated this year, a listener of the show, and, and, and they had to fill out their yearbook and they, got, they get asked a lot of questions to fill that in. And, and she put in a lot of dum-dum-related sort of bits of material in the questions that they ask, which is fucking awesome. So here are the questions in, in, in order. Uh, so where do you see yourself in 10 years? This 17-year-old girl has said, living in Melbourne or Koh Samui. <laughs> Uh, what is your spirit animal? Answer, Milan. <laughs> what was your song of the year? The Rad Dad theme song. What is one thing you would like to do before you die? Jump off the West Gate. <laughs> Can't which, have one without the other. Yeah, which I love because it's not like you're going to jump off the West Gate after you die, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, what advice would you, would you give to your younger self? Answer, always do what is best for yourself. Which I think we say every week on the show. So we're very positive here at the Little Dum Dum Club. Well, yeah, there's another... There's someone else in there. There's, a, there's another young lady in there who works at a certain retail chain. Yes. If pe- people have seen this. We'll, we're going to read these out. Like, not to just read out someone else's content, but uh, we wanted to go through a couple of these because it, they're very good. It's magnificent. Yeah. It's a listener of the show who uh, works at JB Hi-Fi... And you often see on the shelves at JB Hi-Fi, they, they kind of, they get, I mean, they're a fucking loose operation in there, right? Like, they get to write their own, they get to write their own review, you know, like the things where they'll have like a review of a DVD and it's like, oh, my housemate likes it, but he's a cockhead. <laughs> T. Ballard, you know, whatever. Like, they get to do... <laughs> but, like, genuinely, they get to do that in JB Hi-Fi. So she, over the last, like, what, month and, like, two months or something? Like, yeah. quite a while now. Every week, she'll just post a new photo on our Facebook page of a review that she's left of a product in JB Hi-Fi and she's made the review somehow Dum Dum Club related. And we're allowed to name her name. I asked her today, I was like, can this get you fired? And she goes, no, I don't give a fuck. So her, name, her name's Amy Lanning. Mm. Yeah. Well, now all the fucking pervs that listen to this can look her up on Facebook. Oh. A fate far worse than unemployment. So, <laughs> uh, so here's, here's her greatest hit. So the, the film Suicide Squad... Uh, the recent movie. Did you know parts of Suicide Squad were filmed on Melbourne's very own Westgate Bridge? <laughs> they Because they now they sell everything in JB. They have, like, appliances and stuff, so there's a big vacuum cleaner, and she's put a sign on it that says, as recommended by June Northern. <laughs> then, then I think this one was suggested by someone in the group, the, their comedy section. She went and, like, printed up in the same font and colour and background a few more Ys and stuck them on the end. So now it's the... Com- section 
Uh, I, I hope she's not taking these down, by the way. So at some stage, that stall will be filled with Dum Dum references. Well, there's there's one in there, and this is an obscure one that it took me a while to remember. There's a, a South Park DVD box set that is now 19.99, but it says was $550 crossed out, which is a reference to Fiona O'Loughlin hiring a male escort and then not being able to do anything with him and just sitting on the bed and watching South Park on DVD. So the story is that she paid $550 to watch South Park. In a way, so, in a way so obscure you probably shouldn't have read it out. But, it's, but what I love about it is it's a great, it's a great like, obscure reference to the show, but it makes JB look fucked. Like someone going in there going, you used to be charging $550 for this one DVD? Uh, Frasier box set, good or not, let us know, 0438. <laughs> and then she's getting a little obtuse. This is one of the more recent ones. The Nugget. Dave O'Neill puts the corporate gigs on hold to hang out with his mate Eric, Clang. He discovers that even part ownership of a nugget of gold isn't enough of a reason to splash out on a mate's wedding present. <laughs> one star. So, we're sort of in awe of this uh, uh, young lady. Yeah, imagine having a job. Yeah. Fuck, I was going to go there, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so we, we're pitching. This is our audio pitch to you, Amy, Mr Lanning. Um, if you could possibly use some of our work. We've, we're, we're pitching to do references for our own show in a JB Hi-Fi store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the closest we'll get to working in a JB Hi-Fi. So here's my... Here's, we'll go back to, you know, one and two. Is that, sure, yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Uh, for the DVD Independence Day review. A movie about the day Tommy Daslow stopped taking money off his mum. Science fiction. Twin Peaks season two, the only piece of recorded media that makes less sense than the Paul Ford episode of The Little Dum Dum Club. <laughs> Rain Man. A heavily autistic man needs to travel across America in time to get to his job at The Daily Show. <laughs> uh, a GoPro. The perfect thing to wear strapped to your head at the Kosamui Podcast Festival 2018 so that there's video evidence for the courts after you get Milan to death. Uh, the DVD Wedding Crashes. Story of people who rock up at a wedding without a present. <laughs> Starring Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Nick Cody, Dave O'Neill, Nick Kappa, Fiona O'Loughlin, Limo, D- Adam Rosenbachs, David Quirk, Xavier Michaelides and Dave Callum. Assassin's Creed origin on, uh, Origins on the Xbox. Discover the origin story of the Assassin's Brotherhood as you explore the great Egyptian tombs in 30 BC, back when comedian Carl Chandler was 23 years old. <laughs> well, which runs nicely into this one. <laughs> the DVD, No Country for Old Men, a movie definitely not about Thailand. <laughs> uh, a PlayStation 4 Pro. The perfect thing to play when the apocalypse hits and your whole family is huddled in their bomb shelter. And you're not because your dad's a cunt and Dilruk is in there instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which again runs nicely into my one. <laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner for two? <laughs> Starring Dilruk Singer. <laughs> and dinner for two isn't a metaphor for 69ing. He's literally eating two people's dinners. So. Uh, okay, this is my last one. Into the Woods, a fantasy musical starring Meryl Streep. Two stars for the actual film, but if you dive into the deleted scenes, and this is true, you'll find a song that was cut from the film called She'll Be Back. The, uh, the DVD train spotting, just a, just a quote, amateurs, Greg Fleet. Price, just give us 20 bucks and I'll pay it back next week. <laughs> oh, I had one more. Uh, Trevor Noah's stand-up DVD. 
and then there's nothing on the shelf and it just says, what a cunt. <laughs> Should I go for one more? Should I try and top that one? One more? Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, features a female Terminator, which means just like Daslo's ex-girlfriend, she'll be back. <laughs> Shouldn't have gone for it. <laughs> uh, should we get our guest out here? Yeah. Or one of our guests. One of, one of the guests. Let's start reeling them off. Guys, uh, yeah, this is, uh, is going to be a lot of fun. Like we said just before, we've driven uh, all day to be here and these guests have uh, crammed into the back of a small car. So uh, let's give them all your love. We're very lucky to have such an awesome lineup tonight. Please go crazy and welcome your first guest, Nick Kappa. <laughs> Thought I'd better bring that when I set the night on fire. <laughs> For the guests at home, did Nick didn't spell out, he's got a fire extinguisher. <laughs> you fucking I think, idiot. I think even in the room it was pretty perplexing. Yeah, yeah. Since he brought it out and put it behind himself so no one can actually see it. I think it's a blue the one. The master of visual comedy, Charlie Chaplin Jr. himself. <laughs> I think it's only an electrical one, the blue one, so I... I don't think that puts out the fire of hot jokes. Uh, cool, so you're zero hot. for two. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to get to this before because, uh, because all the, yeah, the economies were expensive here in Canberra. We're all staying a bit out of town in a little place called Queenbian. Yeah, and there's several people I've mentioned that to who have given me that exact reaction. What the fuck? So that's bad, right? Because it seems like two-thirds of the place we went past were on fire. So <laughs> that's a bad sign, right? A place so inbred, Carl and Tommy look like they live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Fuck. Imagine copping a visual insult from that. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, 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 I look deformed but not inbred, all right? <laughs> 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 respect, please. The form, but still fuckable. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have to get this fire extinguisher out. The riffs are coming out hot. <laughs> uh, but guys, uh, God, you, watching you try to use that phone today was awful. All right. For anyone who doesn't know how Carl reads maps on a mobile phone, does anyone here know how to use directions? <laughs> You know, on the Google phone, yeah, it tells you the directions. Carl doesn't use that, yeah. right? What he does is he just stares at his phone like it's a Metway. Okay? Like, it's like someone looking at something through a microscope that you can already see with your eyes. Right? <laughs> That's literally, we're driving here, we get lost about eight times. It's constantly me at the lights and then him going, oh, no, actually, turn around and go back the other way. Go left about five minutes ago. And I look and he's just looking at the map. Just yeah. taking a punt on the route. There wasn't even a route there. It was just, let's get to the dot. <laughs> we turned around once. <laughs> and to be f actually fair, which I didn't mention at the time, I was looking for a different university. We, <laughs> we accidentally drove past this one, honestly. And you were like, oh, here's the uni. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Is there another one? Because that's the one I was looking for. It was, it was so perplexing. It was like every time we're at any kind of intersection, you're like, oh, actually, go left. I'm like, how is he getting this so wrong? And I look over at you, and it's just, you've got it zoomed out. I could see fucking Brisbane on the map where you were trying to direct. <laughs> so, so for people at home, we are at a university. We're at a university mm. where we belong. But we're at a different university than the one I thought we were going to. <laughs> but things worked out. So I think that's okay. It was thought, like... Like one of those find a maze things, but 
playing with Canberra. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like a place with streets. Were you trying to send us to the, Australia, to the University of the Northern Territory? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, eight hours later, I swear to God, guys, one more roundabout and we'll be there. <laughs> For, look, I appreciate that at live shows, usually someone is in the crowd ringing me and no one has done that yet. And I'm, and I'm not encouraging that, of course. Don't bother because I don't answer it. But... I have copped another thing recently, which is I've had my second person on acid ring me. Um, <laughs> fucking hell! Like <laughs> I, you know, like I've 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 stopped myself for years for, from doing tit for tat and putting your number out, but I feel like you should cop one of these things. Like mm-hmm. I've copped two people off their fucking scone on acid now. Yeah, it's not well, ideal. Ne- next time it happens, you just get me on the line and then you drop off. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I transfer more, the call? Yeah, transfer the call. All right. Well, now, people at home, I am encouraging people on acid just, to ring me. Next time it happens, just pass the phone up to me on the top bump bed that I'm on, <laughs> and then I'll take over. The guy, and look, the guy will hear this, and so I'll, I'll sanitise it, but the guy was just saying, pleading to me, mate, I've, and I'm like, oh, cool, okay, I've got to get us a fucking phone, man. Why have you rung me? And he's like, man, just be cool. I've got to have a good trip. <laughs> 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 well, what do I do? I, what's my responsibility? How do I, how do I help someone have a good trip on the phone? I love that though. It's like this drug that can really go either way. What's going to help me through it? Better call the most volatile, uncool person I can possibly think of. <laughs> this trip's going too well. Time to level out. <laughs> Maybe we're all duck sandwiches. Maybe we're always surrounded. Maybe we're always surrounded by the thing we love. <laughs> But it's not till we're dead. We know that it's always been around us the whole time. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's not a great acid, not a great ad for whatever the acid is where he's like sitting there and then going, fuck, wouldn't mind talking to Chandler right now. Like, <laughs> haven't you got enough a- going on? You've got unlimited imagination and you still need to talk to fucking me? It's a bad ad for acid. It's an even worse ad for you. <laughs> it's like, that's the only time he wants to talk to you. He's just cooked out of his scone. <laughs> he could never brag about that to anyone. Man, that acid was so strong. I got so high. I called a 50-year-old man living by himself with a cat. <laughs> Don't mention the cat. <laughs> Um, but did he, did he seem okay at the end? I mean, so what, it had just kicked in and he just wanted to be talking to you as it was coming on? Because didn't you get another guy, the last one you got was like a guy kind of freaking out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say this guy freaked out too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I was... What, why would anyone ring me for a lifeline equivalent? Like, oh, my gosh. Honestly, for a guy who gets up and says, hey, go kill yourself, Every second week on this show, don't ring me if you're struggling. <laughs> the kids no helpline. Yeah. It'd be good. We need to get end a f- your lifeline. <laughs> we need to get a few more substances in the mix next time. If you it, like anyone off their head on uh, MDMA, next time you're on the Molly, give Chando a call. No, you know, we need to get a few more. We need to even out this sample size. No, ring Daslo. Like if you look him up on the internet, he's easily contactable, just fucking hit Give someone else a go. Oh, I've hey, enough. Hey, you know what? Since we're in a university, here's better advice. Kids, don't do drugs. Okay? Yeah. They're pretty uncool and Fuck, you end that up like quick, that. That, that. That advice changed quickly once I said ring Dassel on instead. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. Oh, no, actually, you know, you, you've, you've got your whole future ahead of you. Uh, the worst thing is I, I never really did drugs. <laughs> About three years ago, so I started doing So you've got no excuse them. for this. Yeah, yeah no. Right. Uh, no, I think it was agricultural machinery, uh, just spending a lot of time on it. Um, 
and growing up in an isolated area. Yeah, yeah. You look like every extra in Almost Famous. <laughs> <laughs> From Darwin? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was a bad riff. I'm sorry. For those at home, we're wearing a Darwin shirt. I don't know. <laughs> For those of you Get that the love the fire extinguisher gag. <laughs> we might need a flamethrower to heat that one up. <laughs> It actually makes people at home feel better that they're not missing any visual jokes. Like, if you hear, it makes less sense. <laughs> the people who did decide to see Lord tonight and listening to this back going, yeah, no, it all panned out pretty good. <laughs> I was on the fence. I thought maybe I missed a real funny one, but this makes a lot of Thank sense God now. Thank God I missed out on prop comic Nick Kaffer. <laughs> did you... Did Now, look, here's the thing that... I never like to get too inside baseball with comedy, but... You did a thing recently where, like, you know, your comedy, I would say, very kindly, isn't for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Some nights it's not for anyone. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes not even the artistic people get me. (laughs) Go straight over their heads. (laughs) Some people are described as hit or miss. I would more call you a miss comedian. Um, But you recently did... Some of us comedians, comedians. Yeah. Some of us aren't comedians, comedians, or audience comedians. <laughs> I love that art house we're mad about you, little Miss Kappa. Yeah. You're more of a janitor's comedian, as in you clear out the crowd pretty quick so they can get their job done. <laughs> I'm more of a memorable comedian for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not as good as what I said, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so, what you did recently, you now you got a job doing comedy as the sole comedian on a cruise ship. Yeah. Something that probably the older part of this population pay thousands of dollars to do for five days. It might be the most memorable trip of their life. And the one bit of entertainment they get is from fucking you. Man, um, it was some, some people, you got to go out on the high seas to, see, to, to get the real pearls. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get that Moby Dick of comedy, <laughs> you get on a ship and you get your harpoon. You might end up with Nick Kappa. Uh, Call me Ishmael. <laughs> uh, there she blows. Oh, no. There she bombs. <laughs> Uh, yeah. First. So for, for in the industry, cruise ship gigs, they're well paid, but they're notoriously, they can be quite difficult. They're now, quite now, demanding at, gigs. At a, at a live gig like this, like you guys all listen to the podcast, and so you, you, you know, you basically the easiest audience. If we bomb here tonight, we are properly shit. Because you guys are, uh, you know, you're engaged, you're into it, you, you like comedy. Now, people on cruise ships don't, you know, they're, they're accidentally seeing comedy, aren't they? They're sort of going, oh, we didn't know comedy was on. And after they see Kappa, they're like, we still didn't know comedy was on. <laughs> now that we've seen The Magician, when's the fucking comedy on? Yeah. <laughs> he made the fun disappear, now where's... <laughs> Abracadumcum. <laughs> that was the weirdest captain's log I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hit an iceberg <laughs> at yeah. any point, and we're in Fiji. Yeah. Um, Alakazam, Alakazailing. I can't wait to throw myself off the railing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, it, went, it went, now you were telling me at the start, like you were on your way to do it, and I was like, I, like I, I felt like I had a lot more common sense than you. I was like, this, are you sure that you were the person booked? Well, like, are you sure this is for you? And you're Carl, like, yeah, man. I'm actually quite solid. Uh, it's just got to put me in the right place at the right time, and you'll see a different Nick Happer. Okay? Uh, you guys have always seen the weirdo, okay? I can, you know, if I'm at a buddy football club or on a cruise ship, man, I can snap into some old... It's like watching 
Kevin Bloody Wilson with a, uh, <laughs> you know, with a bit of an Andy Kaufman twist. Uh, <laughs> Get more um, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Bloody Shit Wilson. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, that no. went too far. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I forgot Nick Happer was your friend as well, I'm sorry, guys. Did anyone get that flamethrower yet? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the first, the first show, I must admit, because I did this quiz show thing in the day, and I thought, and it went Well, quick. you, like, hosted a quiz show. No, they did, a, they, they said, uh, it was like, are you lying or not? Okay? Right. So, they gave you, they gave, they put I, out, No, I think that was just you walking on and them going, are you really a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to kill tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it starts right? And it doesn't, doesn't stop from here, okay This is what it's been like in the car for eight hours, okay <laughs> Hey Kappa, what do you think of this? This is what I think <laughs> I, I thought, oh what was I talking about Yeah, I did this quiz show and it had, it had a word And you had to lie about the real meaning of the word So I made up all these real weird meanings for all the words like I don't know, there was some word, and I said, oh, that's, that's a special wheelchair for a duck, right? And they thought that was awesome, right? I, I, you guys don't think it's so good. <laughs> well, because you didn't give the I first thought, half thought, of the joke. I thought maybe some things that go to sea should stay at sea. <laughs> like you. <laughs> <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle of comedy. Right? <laughs> it's like, what's that Russian... Anyway, the submarine... Uh, well, yeah. Hey, I feel like this story is going to take us a while to get there. Yeah, so sure, should we sure, get our second sure, guest yeah, out yeah. here to, yep. to, to help us pile in on this? Uh, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Josh Earl! going? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Sorry I didn't get the memo to dress up. I didn't know the guests had to dress up a lot. Sorry about that. Like... <laughs> Where's your fucking fire-based prop, you idiot? I did, and Cap has got his wedding shoes on too, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh, you've done, you've done some cruise ship gigs. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to talk about that publicly. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I, I've done... <laughs> For the listeners at home, I've just got my cock out. Uh, so... <laughs> hey, I look 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I moisturise. Uh, Josh Earl just put a fedora on. It looks like he's going to re- release a John Mayer cover album. <laughs> I'm impressed with this venue as well. It's like the anti-Anne Frank roof here. It's good. Okay, anyway, so... <laughs> Let's do a joke about literally every square inch of this room. <laughs> Visually... This whole podcast is funny. Right. <laughs> Guys, you had to be If you're here. listening, yeah, this is fucked. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have done, I've done two cruise ships. So what more do you want? It was really depressing. So right. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm just trying to, you know, you can help us get yeah. into the mindset. You went in, yep. you before your first gig, what, were you nervous? How did you think it would go? Well, it's a bunch of people who I think I wouldn't... I don't normally talk to. It's a whole yeah. bunch of old people on their holiday. Everyone's in a really good mood. Yeah. And they want to hear people talk about their vaginas dragging along the sand. And so yeah. I'm like... I, I <laughs> so I've, I've got some... I've so got what, some that's 30 minutes and then you tie and dry. <laughs> so I, I thought, well, I can talk about being a parent. They'll like that. I can talk about cakes. They'll mm. like that. And then I was out. That was yeah. it. And so... But it is literally... Good people. ad for going to see Joshua, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Parents and cakes. But it is literally people just eating all the time. It's like an open buffet and people will just fucking eat the whole time. Have a guess shit. which friend of the show has done a few and loves them. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Cappy, you do it. You do. You do one. You do a joke about a duck in a wheelchair, and you think I'm gonna. Oh fuck, no! Kill so it went tonight. good, and but then they had the ten forty-five show um, at at night, and I thought, oh, okay, they kind of like me. I'll go out there. I'll do a little bit of improv, do a little bit of talking about the ship. Did not fly very well. <laughs> what was I thought, your improv? I thought I'll go into the gold, and then the gold. Uh, did not fly very well. <laughs> what was your improv about the ship? Don't tell me you walked out with the ship's fire extinguisher. That. <laughs> that he walked out with the anchor. <laughs> hey, guys, check it out. They did not like that. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I just walked out and I, I didn't... I wasn't, I wasn't that good. And then... And you had to do 45 minutes, right? And, fo- it's, and it's just you. It's not a line-up show. It's just you for 45 minutes. Yeah, and they... They've got the air conditioners on full bore. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I was sweating. Okay, I had the biggest sweats, and that was in the first three minutes. I was like, I'm a dead man. <laughs> and I was a dead man. Uh, they, they just, you know, I've never fought in a war, but I know what it's like to see people die around you. Like people. <laughs> I know, like, people got up and they left. So and did you... Did you st- Imagine having a walk out on a boat just off the side. <laughs> <laughs> Women and children first. The band kept playing. <laughs> people packing up the chairs. <laughs> the comedian kept improv yeah, yeah. I kept going. I went down with the ship. Just, you were just switching your, your set order around. Oh, that was fuck. Can we, can we make an edit? Can we genuinely do this? Can we re-edit... Titanic, and like as it's going down, <laughs> we just cut to the comedy club on the oh, ship, yeah. and it's Kappa just like <laughs> on a slant, chairs just hitting him in the head. Yeah. The windows are steamed I was up. The people putting their hands on just trying to get out of the window <laughs> steamed up. Like, but uh, did you stop in places? You actually went to different places. No, I got on in a. I got on in in the islands yeah. uh, somewhere. I, don't, I thought I was flying to Fiji. I didn't go to Fiji. Yeah. I, uh, turns out I misread my ticket. Because um, the one but I did. <laughs> I just followed the flight number and somehow ended up on an island. The one yeah, I yeah. did, I just literally... <laughs> an, was... an island. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I... think to check your passport since. <laughs> I, I got to my... Cas- they said you'll be staying at the casino. I thought, sick, the casino. <laughs> I thought, Cappy, you have made it. <laughs> I'm putting photos on the gram, everything. Get to the casino, it's like this cream tower from the 70s with just pokies. Written on the front, I thought, oh, yeah, welcome to a different culture. Uh, it's quite the cultural shock. Should we get our third guest on to continue this? I feel like she shouldn't be backstage. Yeah, she's just sitting there by herself. Yeah. Uh, folks, please welcome onto the Little Dum Dum Club, Becky Lucas. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, Becky. Eight hours in the car, half an hour in the green room. I know. Did you hear me stomping around? I've, dro- I've dropped a mirror. <laughs> What's going on? I haven't been listening. <laughs> uh, well, well newsflash, mm. Kappa had a bad gig. Oh. Weird, huh? Whereabouts? Well, uh, he doesn't know. It was, it was Your mum casino. <laughs> yeah, start again, Kappa. 40,000 leagues beneath punchlines. <laughs> Oh, is this a ship? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. uh, yeah. Fuck, you really haven't been listening to <laughs> for half an hour. No, but he was banging on about it in the car, remember? But what have you been doing backstage for half an hour? Just uh, they had, She had the mirror out. We, had, we, yeah. we thought we got 80 people trying to buy a Coke mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you know Canberra? Oh, whoa. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's good to be in Canberra. This is where I found out about 9 11. Hang on. Today or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was on school camp and they were like, kids, we have something to tell you. And then I pretended that I had a family member there so I would get more attention. <laughs> I was like, I've got to, t- I've got to make some calls. <laughs> I was lying. <laughs> so what, you, you were on a school excursion and they said, mm. oh, look, here's Lake Burley Griffin, uh, by the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> like who's, two who's... planes have just cracked. Oh, yeah, crashed, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I think my auntie's there. <laughs> but, but I knew she wasn't. <laughs> I like, and I like the idea that on the day they're still describing it as 9-11's just happened. <laughs> Yeah, we're never going to get this. what that means. Like, yeah, we're in it. We know. Yo, what's up? We're going to break it down for you quick. All right. 9-11 has happened. That's today's but day. But kids, to soften the blow, here's some porn and fireworks. <laughs> this will take your minds off it. Have you guys ever been to Questacon? No. Yeah, no. I went when I was But little, everyone yeah. knows what Questacon is. No, yeah. no, what no. Is what well, is it? It's like a science centre, right? And there's like activities. In Canberra. In Canberra. Right. And the day that 9-11 happened, they took us all to Questacon and then some chick fell down a strange slide and broke her <laughs> neck, <laughs> which was worse. Uh, worse than for 9-11. Us. Well, for us. Oh, right, right. In our community. So when you hear 9-11, you're like, oh, that poor chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. She oh, thank God neck. she didn't fly into a building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fucked significantly more necks that day, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, just... Uh, uh, anyway, speaking of 9-11, mm-hmm. Kappa's comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. So, I want to ask, did you, did you stop off in Ireland? Because when I went, I was on the water for three days. I didn't stop anywhere. No one went, we didn't go anywhere. It was just like a floating motel. Yeah, I, no, no, I got on in the islands and then I stopped in Brisbane for three hours. So, so quite you've an done... exotic experience. <laughs> so you had two gigs. Yeah. So you do the first one. Yep, and so then Tower didn't... One's gone down. What about <laughs> Tower Two? What happens here? What about Building oh, Five, dude? <laughs> it What's was the an Pentagon ins- in this situation. I think the first one was a bit of an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to go gear. so well. <laughs> it, it was totally preventable. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and then yeah, they. I just had to stay. <laughs> I blame the CIA. Comedy <laughs> is and not good. <laughs> Oh, man. You could have said awful. Oh, yeah, there's a perfectly good A word. I thought you were going to say anal. But I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. They've just got... Comedy is anal. <laughs> You're right. I should have said that. Yeah. New T-shirt, I reckon. <laughs> comedy uh, comedy yeah. is anal is in that you shouldn't try it. <laughs> it's overrated. Yeah. Anyone who's singing that, trying it, don't. Yeah. Com- um, once you're over 40, don't start. Yeah. Comedy is anal in that I've done a lot of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Raw comedy has a whole new meaning. <laughs> it only In hurt. that way, I'm a full-time comedian. So. It only hurts the person receiving it. <laughs> I'm calling it early. Worth the drive. <laughs> That's why Reese Nicholson's really good at it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, they changed passengers. So I only had to stay in my room for a day and a half uh, <laughs> after the first gig. Did you get detention after your gig? <laughs> it was, was Island of Dr. The Moreau, the Kappa version. It was like... But they played... On the ship, they played a lot of movies 
that you don't want to see at sea. Sorry, that sounded weird. Like, like um, what? Like Castaway. <laughs> uh, they played Castaway. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, now I know what to do. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a doco. As <laughs> soon as it's going down, where's the volleyball? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, they played that. But, yeah, and then, I, then they changed and then they had a... Um, then they had a whole bunch of new passengers to go to Melbourne. So, what, so you got to a certain point where you dropped off those passengers who didn't want to be on the ship anymore after they <laughs> saw your show, yep. got off the ship, and the new passengers got back on. Yep. And uh, the second show went very good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. it's good. Good ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Based on that performance just then, I can see why. Yeah. It, was kind so, of, it was kind of one of those coming-of-age movies. But did I mean, you... I was in my room, so... But you had to, because this is the thing that people say about cruise ships is that they find very confronting is that, you know, if you do a gig and you don't do well, it's like, who cares, you go home. But on a cruise ship, you're then stuck with the audience. And you've got a name tag on on you that says Nick, comedian. And you have to walk around for the next three days with it on. I don't have a name tag, but I'm very identifiable, (laughs) uh, I guess. (laughs) They're like, oh, which extra from Lord of the Rings uh, got on? No, 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 I'm just joking. The shit thing, it's like you're scared about seeing them. It's like they fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> like often they're just some shitty guy that works at Mitre 10 who's fucked. Yeah, but you're going to have to get into a conversation about what you could change about your act. Yeah, but it's like let's all well, fine, but let's talk about what you can change <laughs> in your life. Like you, you're, you're bad. I, I'll... <laughs> but Kappa, didn't it, didn't it, did anyone come up to you after the, after the gig? On the ship? Um, it was really funny because the second one, it was at 10.45 at night, so they were like really, they really wanted it dirty, so I just turned up my dirty, I just was telling the most heinous shit. Well, they even and promoted it as an X-rated show as well old, on the ship. Old people from Brisbane were loving it. And, <laughs> and, and uh, this old lady came up to me at the, at the food court, and I thought, oh, here we go. Because <laughs> I heard a, a few Chinese people... Chinese meal. heard a few people walk <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I was like, oh, let's get some breakfast because we'd just done it. And uh, no, that was a twist. I'd had sex with her. Uh, that is a fully X-rated yeah, show, to be fair. That is so. very dirty. Threw a joke in a podcast. Who would have thought? Um, no, no, no. She, she, I thought, oh, here we go. This is going to be a complaint or something. And she comes up to me and she goes, hey, dirty man. <laughs> Are dirtier because like they've been yeah. dealing in yeah. cum yeah. longer than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> they have. They've seen more. The oldest person in here has seen more cum than anyone. So, who is who are you? And <laughs> yeah, let's, let's. Should we find... try and find the oldest person <laughs> yeah. in the room? <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Who's that. the cummiest in here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who re- hands up if you reckon you've seen the most cum? <laughs> 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 I was going to put mine, but I thought, does your own cum count? (laughs) Sorry. It all counts. (laughs) Becky, you know, this is something we found out, talking about a a long car trip. This is, I found out today. Mm, This is, I hate this, but go on. Yeah, but let's do it. (laughs) It's not not funny. I'll make it funny. Okay. He's the king of... (laughs) He's he's not so sure. He's the king of anal. He'll make it funny. (laughs) (laughs) Is your dad a millionaire? Well, yeah, but only recently. Like, I don't want you to think I was brought up wealthy because I wasn't. I didn't care about that. 
Has, yeah. has your dad got over a million dollars? Yeah. Hundred percent, yeah. Because he went, because he was very poor for a long time. He did a lot of different things. Like he was like an opal miner. He was a jack. Oh, like Kappa. Oh, sorry, open miner. <laughs> yeah. He's an opal I was a miner. nickel miner. He's for a jackaroo. He was a um, like oyster farmer, plumber. Like he did everything, and then he developed some strange flange. <laughs> which I don't. I don't really know what a flange is. Do you? <laughs> no, no one does. You are um, to, to be fair, you asked a sixteen-year-old. So <laughs> well, he just got a fucking raging oh, bone for you saying. Do you know what a flange is, little boy? <laughs> I know what a strange one is. <laughs> but anyway, so he developed that, and that became he invented it, and it became law in Queensland that everyone had to have one. And does, so, I, does anyone know what? I don't know what the fuck this thing is. Does it like a flange? But What's a flange? You should know. Your dad's yeah. a millionaire off the yeah. back of it. Have you ever asked? Did, so what is it, Dad? If my dad no. made a million dollars <laughs> off something, I'd ask what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. stop at the name and go, that'll do me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's something to do with a, with a sink. Like you... <laughs> so, no, so no one in here knows what a flange it's is. Uh, How has this cunt made millions of dollars off it when no one knows I what think, it is? Your, your old man like lives a in a mansion flange. and you're like, I think it's got something to do with a sink. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's, he's, and he like bounced from one thing to the other. He's like quite wealthy now. But my is mom, that what the my, flange does? Yeah, you bounce around. You bounce, yeah. yeah. It's like flubber. <laughs> invented flubber. But then my mum's like quite poor, so um, that's why I'm so well balanced. <laughs> that's why I'm so DD. To clear that up, they're separated, which because yeah. otherwise, if they're together, that sounds yeah, quite he weird. He, yeah. he doesn't keep her in a caravan and feed her scraps of meat. <laughs> But that would be funny. That would be a good sitcom. That's what the flange is. You can tell me the mansion when you tell me what a flange is. Yeah. That's the flange. That's what the flange is. It's a special caravan lock. That he... A flange is what he calls my mum's vagina. <laughs> Thank you. And he invented that? Yeah. She didn't have one before I met that her. Seems, so. That seems sad that she's still poor even though he invented her vagina. Like, that's, that's weird. Well, that's what you do with it. Um... As I said before, but folks, it's, it is painful when you're receiving it. Uh, <laughs> so how does that affect your life now that your dad is a millionaire? Like, what do you... Well, I, does that I, mean you don't have to worry about anything ever again? I mean, it's kind of hard because dad went and... Ma- right, I mean, this isn't funny, but, I mean, he remarried... We'll and, decide that. You say things and yeah. then we'll try and make it funny. Yeah, well, I guess... Okay. I, th- I, think, I think it's like he has Fuckhead. a new family. Oh, <laughs> I went too early, sorry. He has a new family, he has a new wife, and, like, that's their life, and I'm still in it. But, you know, when it comes down to it, like, uh, my mum and I are the only unit, so when she gets sick and, die, like, I'm... That's my responsibility. Yeah, you're right to start with. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. But have right, you noticed no, that, like, like since, he, since he cracked the million, have, you know... Have, I mean, the, yeah. have the Christmas presents, like, stepped up in quality? Not really, but I just know that I'll be fine. I guess that's why I'm such a shitty comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ah, whatever, like, fucking, whatever. Does, does that mean, Kappa, is your dad a millionaire as well then? Is that, <laughs> does that explain your career? <laughs> yes, my dad is uh, 68, works on a pecan nut farm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much sweet. 68, uh, almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he should get off his ass and develop a fucking flange. <laughs> Do you know what? My dad is a plumbing nut. He loves it. My my brother and I always make fun of him because yeah. he just jizzes over plumbing. And I I reckon if he met your dad, it w- he would blow his mind. Like, yeah. 
Honestly, he is crazy about plumbing. And I think I know what a flange is. I think it's like a, like a tightener on a pipe. When you've got to join two, I think it um, might be. I just yeah. googled it while you guys were talking before, and now somehow I know even less about it. <laughs> I'm more confused than I was before. All I know yeah. is is that it makes great comedy. <laughs> and thanks, Becky Lucas. Thanks. <laughs> Fuck. I told you it wasn't funny. I think that was funny enough. Yeah, I guess it was interesting. I I had fun. <laughs> Yeah, hey, anyway, let's move along. When you guys were talking about my looks... <laughs> yeah. When you guys were talking about looks, I don't know... What do you think this means, right? <laughs> I... <laughs> I was walking through North Melbourne, okay? A nice suburb. Okay, yeah. And I... There was this guy who was standing out front of a restaurant smoking and he saw two... Like, there were two women there and he was conversing with them and they were, they were talking quite loudly... So, you know, when you stare at them, you're like, oh, what's happening here? Right? No, and then the, anyway. Well, anyway. So far, I, this story is Kappa staring at two women on the street. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, staring the man, at their flanges. <laughs> the man was interfering, if anything. Uh, but, yeah, he, this, this is a true story. He looked at me and he goes, what are you looking at, mate? And I said, oh, no, nothing. And then he walks up to me and I was eating a packet of M&M's. Uh, it was a Sunday. I thought I'd go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They were the peanut ones, the big ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love goes, them. Boys, they're B- good. Bit of weight on your tongue, man. Yeah. Yeah, and this... <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but... They just feel good. Anyway, sorry. Go I on. like the crispy. Do you? I like yeah, the mixed pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixed packs. I'm a traditionalist. I'm, I'm original, but anyway. Have you Josh, had... what about uh, a... Weigh in or fuck off. <laughs> crispy, original, peanut in that order. What okay. about a tube of minis? <laughs> minis. Who's eating them? I feel like every kid at my school that was real pov always had a tube of minis. <laughs> always, that was like a sign, like you'd be like, I stole these tube of minis. <laughs> Look at this mini fuck. <laughs> His dad never invented a flange. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just looking at these, them going, who's the kid who's like too much of a pussy to handle a full M&M? <laughs> oh, little less for me, please. <laughs> fuck off. Cute. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you've got anyway, your so M&M's. No, no, You're uh, jerking uh, off in public. <laughs> Eating M&M's. And well, look, I don't know how good this story is. It's probably shit, but... Why is no one backing themselves on this podcast? (laughs) You've got a crowd in front of you. They've paid money to come and see it. Okay, look. But, you know, Lord's doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. This is a a shitty B-side anyway. (laughs) I wish I had more visual effects for it, but anyway... Do you want the hat? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, this is taking a dive. Uh, (laughs) I haven't even finished the story. Um, But the... I feel like the, I'm on a cruise the, the ship. goes, what are you eating there? And I said, M&M's. And he goes, he walks up to me close. I thought, oh, here we go. And then he pulls out a giant wad of cash. Like this big wad of cash. It's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, you, did you invent those? I'll, I'll give you a million for them. <laughs> I only had the idea for the M, but you've added another M. If you put enough of these down a pipe, it'll stop a blockage. <laughs> Crispies, you'd be there all day. <laughs> um, but then he goes, he pulls out the water cash, grabs a 20 off it, and he goes, have a good fucking M&M, mate, and gives me 20 bucks. Doesn't want the M&Ms, just that's no, your tax that's for it. eating M&Ms in the street. Have a good fucking M&M, mate. <laughs> what kind of power play is that? <laughs> Because it's not like him giving you money yeah. to go and buy him and you've yeah. already got him. Yeah, yeah. So the start of this story was 
you seen two women having a conversation. Why do they need to be there? I don't know, because he was causing just, a ruckus. Just populating the story. Hang it's on. like The Simpsons, hey. most not in every episode, but you know he's there. Hang on, were their names M and M? Is that what that was? I don't know. Look, I, I just thought I'd put some minor details yeah, in there. You just needed to let the audience know he's a creep, that's all. Like, yeah. I'll stare oh, at these two women. The story checks out. Okay. It's like, you know, you know the background landscape in the Mona Lisa. Like, you know, without those details, it wouldn't be a beautiful piece, piece of art. Yeah, it's just some stupid woman eating chocolate. Who cares? Do you go out alone much? <laughs> and I was trying to pinpoint, like... Is it because I look like this? Like, do I look homeless? He's like, have a good fucking M&M, mate. <laughs> like, is that why? So did you ask a follow-up? No, I just took the money. <laughs> <laughs> you and still owe me $300. Can I have it? <laughs> have a good fucking M&M, mate. <laughs> have a good fucking Kosamui, mate. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't know what to make. I, I mean, I'm sure he had a few drinks or whatever, but what... Does, is that a power play of some kind? Is that like... Maybe he oh, thought good. you were a rent boy. He's trying to buy you for 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, somehow I have doubts about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it doesn't... I don't know if it makes you look homeless, but it's certainly... He's not looking at you going, fucking, here's Bill Gates, he needs 20 bucks. Like, it's not a compliment, I wouldn't have thought... Have you changed anything about yourself since then? To, well, I mean, why would you? I mean, was, that's, that's the best you've been paid for a while. Pay so. it off. I don't, I don't want this to be true, but it is. But this was last Sunday. So I haven't had any dramatic physical changes since then. This is, this is fresh. Well, how, speaking of money, it's like you, you did a gig for me last week and a gig where you, you know, because we all are cool with the ATO, you invoiced for a gig and um, you invoiced me and I got your invoice and, uh, you know, it's got all the bank details on it and whatever. At the bottom of the invoice is a topless picture of you <laughs> flexing. I'm like, fucking hell, do you send this out? And then I went, oh, fuck, this is probably the only time you've been paid. I'm probably the only person who has seen this, so it's actually not too bad. But you've got a topless picture of yourself on an invoice. Why the fuck would you do that? I just thought, well, I'm a comedian. I thought I'd make the invoice funny. funny as well. You know? You've done the gig already. They owe you the money. <laughs> yeah. But what I thought, I fig- always forget the phrase what I type at the bottom. What does it say? I was like, please, oh, you, please pay promptly or I will... Please insu- pay within 14 days. Yeah, or I will ensure my strength to get it back or something like that. <laughs> and it's just got me flexing. I, mean, I just thought that's funny. I thought, oh, people remember that. I mean... Maybe that's where the Eminem guy came from. He, you've invoiced him for something before and he just wanted to see you topless again. Have it's a like... good fucking Eminem, mate. That's, <laughs> go, that's what's going on my invoice next time. Yes. <laughs> You're just knocking back a packet of it. <laughs> Someone's doing all right. <laughs> um, should we do this? We, we talked about earlier on the show about the uh, uh, Amy Manning, who, mm-hmm. who works at JB, mm-hmm. who uh, uh, is infiltrating JB Hi-Fi. Mm-hmm. A sleeper us. agent within JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. Now, we talked on the, on the show la, a couple of weeks ago about how we wanted a theme song, about maybe we should have a theme song to the tune of The Nanny, mm. with all the, like, the details of us rather than that. Yeah. And so she's only, Amy Manning has only gone, and he didn't, she didn't write no. it, so Someone yeah. else wrote it. A guy called Cameron on our Facebook page wrote out the lyrics to a theme song about us to the tune of the Nanny theme song. Yes. And then we asked Amy to, because we saw a clip of her singing, yep. we thought, oh, she's good. So we've asked her to record it for us. So we've got it here tonight. Yeah. So lyrics anyway, by, the end. Lyrics by Patreon famous Cameron McOrrest. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. 
So we might play that now if you guys we are cool that. with that. You, yeah. There's three people. Tommy was struggling with his career in comedy And his girlfriend kicked him out but she'll be back you'll see What was he to do? Where was he to go? Just mooch off his mommy So over to Spleen Open Mic Night, Chandler's place He was there to start a podcast and he said Hey mates, he was dead with no hair and cancer That's how they became the dummies Who would have guessed that these people were where? Now, worth, worth pointing out for the listeners at home who heard that reaction, we are in a big fucking echoey cafeteria, so no one here was able to hear any of the fucking words to that. <laughs> I heard the call out, so I wrote my own one as well, which isn't... Mm. Thanks. But I think she sings it better. So can we play, play my one, which is track three on... This is a, in a, that a, folder. a new theme. <laughs> <laughs> Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from the West Gate might put on a pod. <laughs> a lesbian will say, hey, mates. <laughs> Sometimes I want to know if Sean McAuliffe knows Carl's name. <laughs> and if Dill will be fat shamed. <laughs> I want a potter, help me God, where dumb cunts go insane. I want a pod where clans when the drop are named. She'll be back and, and rad dad kicking bins when they miss their plane. I want a pod where they read out, let's say, five names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sit, Ubu, sit. <laughs> Well, we've got another thread to follow up on from a, uh, a relatively recent episode. Uh, you guys may have heard us talking about the fact that my dad is writing a porno. Oh, yes. <laughs> Told this to Dilruk at a, at a dinner recently, and then when I said to him, have you got it written down anywhere, he said, no need, it's all up here. <laughs> so I, uh, I've been pressing him for it. I've been saying, we've got to get more of this. We've got to get more of this porno from you. I pushed him for it for the Perth episode that the listeners would have heard last week. All I could get out of him was that the title of it is The Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been pushing him all week. And so finally today he sent me an email with a, a fully like a mapped out. A fleshed out porno. A fleshed out synopsis <laughs> of his porno. Fuck. Now, this is the problem that we had is that, you know, we can't just get up and read this out. Because, you know, my dad wrote a porno. Is, it's literally already a podcast. It's already a thing that exists. So instead what we thought we could do is we could do the debut episode of a new show, My Friend's Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> <laughs> and because one of, we have one of the most sensual voices in the business here, <laughs> Nick Kappa, would you do us the honour of reading out my dad's porno? All right, I will. I will. All right. Try to hold back people. Uh, so read it from the very... I'll read out the... Look, because he's... The very title, The Eye of the Tiger, A Fantasy by Damien Hegarty. He's given himself a pseudonym. <laughs> Fuck it. It runs like, he's, also, he's also put up the top, Draft. <laughs> so, guys, this isn't the final porno by This Tommy's is subject Day. to change. 
Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> All right. A man of about 70. No, you need it. Okay, so this oh. is the list of characters. Oh, what? Oh, so I just do the scene? Just, no, read from there. So, oh. drama- dramatis oh, persona. This is the persona. Okay, yeah. so, so get, get, go- get your en- engine running to this. To- uh, Tommy, maybe you read it out. Okay. <laughs> A man of about 70, slim, white hair, clearly oh. affluent. <laughs> <laughs> clearly doing well. Fuck, he's written himself into yeah, it. <laughs> Owner of comfortable holiday house on the hillside overlooking the Blair Gowrie Beach. <laughs> Quite specific. Uh, the, the house is a spectac- spectacular view overlooking Port Phillip Bay with the city Melbourne just visible in the northern distance. Fuck, I'm hard already. <laughs> Lands- He's an architect if you can't fucking tell. <laughs> if landscapes don't get you half-mast, nothing will. Uh, <laughs> there is a wide balcony with sun lounges, table and chairs and a large, powerful telescope. <laughs> it's like on a tripod. He calls it <laughs> the eye. <laughs> <laughs> This is the... <laughs> and the, and uh, keep in mind, this is just the description of one of the characters. <laughs> so the next character, a buxom Filipino maid. <laughs> oh, wow. Nothing else. <laughs> dressed in a very white, tight T-shirt. He's got T in its own separate commas. Yeah. <laughs> in a white T-shirt that barely contains the content. <laughs> <laughs> She wears brief, light blue shorts. Anyway, I don't know what brief means. Um, A tall, slim, very attractive tan girl about 18 years of age. Oh, wow. Wearing small yellow bikinis. Oh, actually, he's gone very small. This is a a girl that's only two years above you at school, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And then an athletic, good looking man, trim. About 30 years of Hang age. Hang on, so your dad's written another bloke into his porno? <laughs> yes. Hey, 30 years of age and trim, he's written his son in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were only child, Tommy. I love you, Dad. <laughs> Fuck, I can't wait to hear the rest of Tommy's threesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Okay, scene. <laughs> all right, scene, guys. So now we've got all the characters in our head, oh, all right? We're very familiar. These are okay. old friends wait, now. Wait, oh, I forgot to say the, the trim 30 member... Uh, 30 years of age, is wearing only red briefs. Nothing else. Oh. Um, scene. Clear, sunny afternoon in summer. A little breeze blows from the southwest. <laughs> many, many are on the beach. If it was blowing from the north, I would be out of this by now. <laughs> I would have come already. <laughs> oh, a southern easterly. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh man, this is this is going to be incredible. Act one. The camera follows an expensive open car along the coast road. Glimpses of the beach can be seen through the coastal undergrowth. The man is driving the car. He is by himself. Frank Sinatra sings on the radio. <laughs> D- look, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry right for that. That's exactly. <laughs> You're it, not getting New York, New York in a porno. <laughs> I just want to know what the wind's doing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this just, 
If it's Frank Sinatra, it just sounds like he's going to be masturbating. <laughs> I did it my way. <laughs> they'll, need a, they'll need a license, like a parody or a bootleg version, like Wank Sinatra or something. Look at it. Eventually, he turns off the main road through a pair of gates. You know what my favourite thing about porn is? Geography. (laughs) (laughs) How do you turn one car into a pair of gates? Are these automatic gates or hinged? I want to (laughs) know. Skimping on the details. (laughs) Drive through a well-maintained garden. All right? (laughs) That's a metaphor. That is a metaphor (laughs) for some trembles. It sounds like an ad. It's like he checks his Rolex watch. (laughs) i got to say, everyone's shitting on this for there being no sexy stuff yet. As his son, I'm very relieved at this point. (laughs) This is music to my ears so far. Keep it coming, Dad. (laughs) Oh, she owns a whippersnipper. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's sexy to me. (laughs) A trimmed bush in both ears. No, sorry. Anyway. He arrives at a neat single-storey modern house. Single-storey, isn't that just a house? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, it, does, it doesn't matter. Like um, I said, he's an architect. Consider yourself lucky there's not a full fucking uh, yeah. floor plan taking up a whole page of this thing. <laughs> his, his real one's in the opera house. <laughs> so much concrete. Um, the door opens immediately. He is fondly <laughs> greeted by the Filipino maid. No words are spoken. <laughs> I reckon there would be a few. <laughs> like, mister. <laughs> <laughs> but what would she Sorry. say? Oh, nah, yeah. got to pay more if they speak, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who does the garden? <laughs> um, uh, act two, the veranda of the... Hey, man. Act two, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole act. That was it. Yeah, that drive up the fucking driveway, that was a whole 15 minutes. Oh. That's the, bit, that's the bit on RedTube where you click across. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's at the door now. <laughs> Get to the wind. Uh, um, <laughs> the veranda of the man's house overlooks Port Phillip Bay. Second time this has been mentioned. <laughs> there are, are a few sun lounges, a table and chairs, and a large, powerful... Telescope. <laughs> it's like he thinks he gets paid by the word. He's just repeating all the details. If we look through this periscope, can we find a better porno? <laughs> periscope, he, telescope, sorry. He sorry. calls it his eye, just in case you didn't miss that. He is by himself. Um, I think the Filipino lady wrote that sentence. <laughs> The girl The girl from Ipanema Oh my god Tall What? But this is quite confusing This is another song he thinks he's going to be able to license Oh right 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 He said said the girl from Ipanema In brackets How are you going to get hard when you're playing on hold music? Yeah (laughs) Hey, that's a good song. <laughs> Tall and tanned, young and lovely. Yeah. Plays no, he's quietly in the background. Yeah. So he's put, he's written down the song that's playing and then just in brackets he's put the lyrics for you. Oh. Your oh, dad well. just wants to be in the trip. With, like, <laughs> that's what he says. He sees himself driving through Italy. Yeah, like, that's yeah. how he wants to come. <laughs> yeah. Get out the eye. I'm ready to go. <laughs> he is looking through the telescope. First out to sea. T- 
to the distant skylight of Melbourne. Oh, he hasn't mentioned Port Phillip again. This is crazy. I feel like I need to text Dad and say, did porno mean something different in your day? (laughs) This is an ad for Getaway. (laughs) 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 To the distant skylight of Melbourne. Then nearer to the shore where he finds various small watercraft. (laughs) Can you actually skip ahead to make sure this is a porno? (laughs) He's covered all bases. Houses, boats... Wind. Wind, gates, <laughs> telescopes. He then notices a small cruising yacht. Yeah. <laughs> For the marine fans out there. <laughs> oh, a cruising yacht, now you got me. <laughs> About eight metres long. <laughs> Seven metres, was this a dinghy? Fucking hell. <laughs> I love that he specifies cruising yacht. Not one of those ones that just sit stationary and do fuck all. It's basically a speedboat. It has a cabin, is all white. It is sailing quietly in an easterly direction. (laughs) I've I've never said this, but fuck, I wish your dad would hurry up and fuck someone. I don't know. Being in Canberra, hearing about the compass, this is like being on school camp again. <laughs> and this is my personal 9 11. You're having to hear this. Yeah, I like What this. if this ends up being the story of how Tommy was conceived? <laughs> <laughs> it is sailing quietly in an easterly direction. Oh. Parallel, parallel with the beach about one kilometre out. <laughs> So it's like he's like, look, if this doesn't get you toey, then mathematically it all works out. Uh. By the way, I had to, he's been telling me all week he's going to email me this. I had to hurry him up today and he writes back, I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> it feels like, uh, like half porno, half description to the Coast Guard in case he's fucking and gets lost and he has to be saved halfway through. <laughs> first, first, like, I don't know, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> All the blood's gone from your head to somewhere else. Fair enough. This is why you're an only child. <laughs> he couldn't work out how to do it a second time. Yeah. It's too long. Yeah, Mum's up there waiting. He's like, check out the wind though. <laughs> Hang on. We're only 1.2 kilometres out. <laughs> and the wind is blowing in the wrong direction. Oh, yeah. And I hate my son, Tommy. <laughs> and you're not Filipino. <laughs> he is all by himself. <laughs> Fuck. Can we cut that out? Um, Stretched out on the top of the cabin. Okay, this is why I mentioned the cabin beforehand. Is the the girl in the yellow bikinis. She's got two bikinis (laughs) on. With a large hat over her face. The man is lounging in the cockpit. With the tiller under his arm. Wait, what? I don't know what a tiller is. Why is there a cock, cock? Is there a cockpit in a boat? Anyone? Anyway. And what's a flange while we're at yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, it went from a cabin to a cockpit. <laughs> he's, he's flying a plane now. <laughs> he's James Bond. That's, that's how your old man gets hard thinking he's in a flying boat. <laughs> Maybe you could do a good gig on that one. <laughs> His long legs spread across the cockpit floor. 
Oh, so this is why I mentioned it was eight metres long. Before. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that teddy bear on the internet that had real... Uh, oh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it was like just last week. It's yeah. too... It doesn't matter. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yacht is just moving. Oh, hang on. It's a yacht now? I thought it was a small cruising yacht. <laughs> anyway. He's just moving. The breeze is diminishing. Oh, here we go. (laughs) The man does not seem a bit interested in the yacht's lack of progress. I love the amount of description put into everything, and it's still the man. Yeah. Has they even whacked a name on him? Because he's looking at this through the telescope. That's why. The man does not seem a bit interested in the yacht's lack of progress and does not adjust the sails to suit the conditions. Looks like we got a real Jack Sparrow here. <laughs> a real fucking bad boy of the sea. A real Jack, my tiny dick sparrow. Yeah. Were you in the Sea Scouts, Tommy? Was this <laughs> no. The next sentence is going to be, the woman's pussy was dry until she saw a real bad boy who doesn't play by the rules. <laughs> no, no, don't He's skip not it. adjusting the sails. Don't, don't tamper oh, with us. Hang on, hang on, guys. Sorry. No, okay. So there's not, adjust, there's not adjust the sails to suit the conditions. His thoughts are on other subjects. Oh, oh here we go, has finally. This, has this passed the Bechdel test yet? <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Here's the All business. Right. Here we go. Page two. Oh, my. All oh, right. I How many... want a drink by this stage. Oh, hang on. So we've gone all that. There's only... There's not that long no, to no, go. No, there's three quarters. Okay. Of Fuck. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Presently, the girl stands up. Stretches he long slender body. <laughs> she hasn't said he hasn't said her. He's you don't need to point out every typo. There's enough. There's enough to chew on here. Just get I just to like the it's wind. someone who hasn't who's written something worse than me. Um, okay, she walks slowly to the bow of the yacht and stands, arms in the air, doing a Leonardo DiCaprio impersonation. She looks around to the man and smiles. There is no reaction. It's, it's Leonardo DiCaprio from What's Eating Gilbert Grape, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew he'd write me in there at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pay to watch she his re- porno now. Re- <laughs> there is no reaction. So she looks around to the man and smiles. There is no reaction. So why did he put that in? <laughs> she returns to the cockpit, still in the plane, um, gently kisses the man and disappears below deck. Some minutes later, she reappears. But this is a long movie. If a minute, like, <laughs> minutes later, we're just watching this guy. Man, red tube is maxed out. <laughs> with, she reappears with two glasses and a bottle of chilled white wine. This time, the yellow bikini top is missing. Oh. 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 Finally. But hey, but hey, only one of the bikinis. So, <laughs> I mean, we're getting closer. <laughs> All I'm going to get through is one bikini top and two pairs of undies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like our chances with this much to go. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> the man on veranda watches every move making minor adjustments <laughs> to the telescope. I bet he was. The Filipino maid 
has set herself on a nearby sun lounge in the same tea shirt, (laughs) but a very small bikini, lower half. The man ignores her. (laughs) (laughs) Two very ignorant men. Is this, was this your mum's whole life? Like, <laughs> just shaking them all the time? Your dad's like, hang on, hang on. I'm looking at a southeasterly. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm interested in other subjects like astronomy. Yeah. There's a dog playing with a soccer ball down in the bay. <laughs> Feeling the Fremantle doctor just came in. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the boat, so there's two different stories here. <laughs> it's, it's a veritable fucking Pulp Fiction <laughs> happening here. <laughs> Meanwhile on the boat, the wine bottle and glasses remain unattended. Oh, here we go. The man and the girl are now inside the cabin, so they're not in the cockpit. Okay, (laughs) they're back in the boat. (laughs) Transform into a boat again. (laughs) Fucking into a plane, it's just too risky. (laughs) The man on the veranda adjusts his telescope again. What's the odds at the moment that we're not going to see a dick going? <laughs> Is anything going to happen? Like, we haven't got much left. Is anything going to happen? Come on, you... Luke, respect He's... the craft. Sorry. He's think... just going to be like, a man emerges. Al Green is playing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most foreplay I've ever had. <laughs> Guys, please, this is my inheritance you're making fun of. <laughs> Who'd ever thought Tommy's dad would give me blue balls? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nobody come near me after the show. (laughs) I'm sharing a room with you too. (laughs) Oh, man. The Filipino maid continues to lie there. You picked the wrong night to wear shorts, Kappa. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I might put on two pairs of undies. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Okay, the man and the girl are now inside the cabin. The man on the veranda adjusts his telescope again. <laughs> what? The large windows in the yacht's cabin and his elevated position gives him a very pleasing direct line of sight. <laughs> so you mocked all the tampering with the telescope. <laughs> Fucking pays off in the end here, doesn't it? Also, they're one kilometre out. He's got a pretty good line of sight. <laughs> Probably zoom in on your phone might be just as effective. If you can see the moon with this thing. Do we want the guy on the boat to come or this guy? This man? I don't know who's side we're on. Who's the the hero here? Fuck. I don't know. Um, The activities of the naked couple on the bunk provide excellent entertainment. Hang on, they're rooting on a top bunk? (laughs) Is that what's happening? The bunk in the cabin. The bunk. On, on, on the yacht. Yeah. The is, bunk in the cabin on the yacht. Not right. the cockpit. Okay. Not the, the sun lounge. <laughs> but a bunk means that... Is, is a bunk... You can only have, yeah. like, one on top of the other. Can't you? That's what a bunk is. Well, he's got a single story. A single bunk doesn't go too well, maybe far. Maybe Tommy's dad likes the top bunk. Like, he probably bought a bunk bed hoping there'd be another one and then that was just Tommy. So <laughs> it's like... Maybe that's... All right, top ones for fun. <laughs> Imagine... <laughs> Imagine that brutal discussion finally being old enough for you okay. folks to tell you why you sleep in a bunk yeah. bed when you're an only child. 
<laughs> All right, it's bedtime. To, time to play Earthquake. <laughs> 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 cover your ears, remember that. Take cover. Just open the windows, get a breeze in here. <laughs> Time for Daddy to take out his telescope. <laughs> How come after every earthquake, cigarette smoke rises from the rises from the ashes? How come there's four separate that's pairs why of Tommy got cancer. <laughs> oh. Yay! Uh. Is that a no-go? <laughs> no, it's fine. Cool. Um, okay. <laughs> the activities of the naked couple on the bunk provide excellent entertainment <laughs> for old men for the following three quarters of an hour. <laughs> so the old man's jacking it for... 45 minutes. Is that what it is? Ah, that's, yeah. Yeah, Josh, you get it. Well done. I get, I get sex. <laughs> <laughs> I like it how they do it longer than for what's the lead up to the story. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the show is over and the man appears on deck, this time dressed in shorts. Wasn't he in shorts before? <laughs> he lowers the sail, starts the engine and the yacht progresses slowly to the boat ramp. All right, so we got some closure. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they just went out to sea, I'd be like, fuck. Now read out the Is very next two words Is this boat ever going to get out of the ocean? Act three. <laughs> <laughs> this is so seriously late at night at the moment. We are... So 20 past 11. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If anyone needs to go home or go to the toilet and jerk their dick, they can <laughs> yes. do it. The old... Act three and four are really short. Um, Fuck, we've got two acts to go. They're the sexiest bits. Um, You know that classic four-act structure? (laughs) 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 Yeah, anyway, the old old man is in bed. The old man is in his bedroom, taking his clothes off. He progresses into a luxurious bathroom with a very large shower compartment. Any architect's dream. <laughs> what a great porn when you see a nude seven-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Just having a shower. Fucking lemon party. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the shower curtain, he's just wrote show curtain, but anyway, I'll go with shower. Behind the sh- shower curtain hides the maid, naked. Here we go. Holding a large loofah. <laughs> So he's written for his age demographic. That's good. <laughs> the man smiles and they both step under the shower. Bolero sounds oh. in the background. <laughs> Punctuated with moans and groans. Oh. Punctuated. Yeah. Is Bolero the one from... A, it's from the movie like 10. A... Oh, okay. Yeah, with Dudley Moore and Bo Derek. Yeah. I like that we get more... We hear more... Of the old man and the maid rooting than we do of the fit young couple. Yeah. I love the eclectic music taste. (laughs) Frank Sinatra. Yes. Girl from Ipanema. Bolero. All right. 
Let's get it's on. Rare, it's rare not to go too inside baseball, but when you do a pitch for a TV show or a film, it's rare that you're asked to, in the synopsis, include the colour of the clothing and all the soundtrack choices as well. I hope the last one's Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Colour! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> wants something. <laughs> He's like, who let the dogs out? <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Gangnam style. <laughs> Take me to the winds of change. <laughs> anyway, Act four. Act four. <laughs> this is it, guys. All right. So if you've been holding anything in, here's the... Uh, Fucking hell. The sun, the sun is setting on the bay. We hear the distant wail of an ambulance siren. What? Oh, fuck. This is dark. Here comes the, here comes the morning shot. Now, I reckon just read the very last bit without interruption. Okay. The, the distant wail of an ambulance siren. It comes nearer and nearer and finally arrives at the house. The hysterical... Filipino maid greets to the men with a stretcher. Soon they discover it is too late. Dead. <laughs> but what an afternoon of fun he had. <laughs> Give it up. Give it up for Damien Hegarty, everyone. I cannot wait to see your fans recreate that live. It's going to be great. Is your so, dad David Lynch? <laughs> so, so just to be clear, your dad's fantasy where anything can happen is him dying. <laughs> Dead at the end. Him having a shower with a Filipino maid and then carking it the next day. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, well. And it's called, just to reiterate, The Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> the Eye of the Tiger. Life's a journey, isn't it? Folks, that brings us to the end of a little Dum Dum Club for another week. Huge round of applause for our guests, Becky Lucas, Josh Earl, Nick Kappa. Thank you so much for coming out, and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. Give it up for Tommy Daslow and Carl Chandler, everyone. What an evening of fun we had. We're back. We're back. We're back. We've done it again. We've done it again. We've come we, back. We've uh, we've rooted on the yacht. To, we've the we've yacht both, in in Canberra. <laughs> yeah, we've both climaxed. Right. That dirty old man was looking at us through his telescope. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> you know that thing. <laughs> that, that thing that just happened. happened. Right. 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 I get it now. I get comedy. I get podcasts. Um. So man, that was heaps of fun. Canberra. Of fun. Wow. Um, great show. Hopefully the recording was fine. <laughs> yeah. Should I sizzle this up? I texted my dad the day after the episode saying thanks so much for uh, sending us that. And he said, no worries. Got 16 more volumes underway. Oh, so, great. look, let's hear from the if, – if people want to hear more of this, more of this kind of filth, it's it was a lot of work to get this out of dad. I'll yeah. say that. It yeah. took a lot of – it took three weeks of – Constant hassling and reminding him, but I think it paid off. Yep. And if people want more of it, then I'm I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to solicit this. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we can save a couple for live shows along the way. Mm. Since that went so well in Canberra. Well, it would be weird to just sit here in one of our houses and just read out 
porno that a 71-year-old has written. Oh, no. Something about a, an audience kind of justifies it to me. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I, I still think that would be fine if there's, you know, four of us or whatever, but mm-hmm. sure. Um, hey, we've come to that section. Uh, people that subscribe to patreon.com slash littledumdumclub, um, thank you very much for doing that. And if you haven't done that before, look into it. We're putting it great bonus episodes all the time which is what you get you, you you not only get the warm fuzzy feeling of supporting our art mm-hmm. <laughs> but you also get actual bonuses for those people that that thanks isn't enough we need new content well yeah. we got it so as you go to the website you'll find out that uh and it's all linked to our our website uh you'll find out that for five dollars or above you get a magazine mm-hmm. and we put out the november one and that was a cracker i think in, mm-hmm. in i'm gonna say in our humble opinion it was a oh, cracker. i'm getting I'm getting lumped into this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm saying what you think and I'm also, you know what? I'm I'm tiring you with the brush that you have a humble opinion as well. Mm, yeah, I don't think my opinion's that humble. Okay. So I, that's the part I take offense to. Well, to be fair, I've just said how good it is, so maybe <laughs> I don't have a humble opinion either. <laughs> so, uh yeah, so that's heaps of fun and then for 10 plus you get a complete bonus episode of which the November one, I think was one of the best we've ever done. Yeah, maybe. it was fun. It was very interesting and, and a bit different for us, and but heaps of fun. Um, so and then the live one that we have just done, when people hear this, yes. will be going out next month. And so if you know that, what, I'm going to say that that is the best one we've ever done. <laughs> but is this? Am I right? If people, so if people subscribe from now, they'll get that. Uh, no. No. Okay. No, they've just missed the boat on. Well, that they've one. just missed the boat. But hey, yeah, you yeah. know, two in a row. Yep. We're on a hot streak. Yep. We're going to keep it going. Yep. Exactly. Um, so, and of course, you also get your little name read out uh, if it's above oh, like five bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and also if the random name generator deems you totally worthy, totally, it's out of my hands, as we all know. It's uh, don't. I know people write in and, and say I haven't had my name read out. Uh, thank you, and I appreciate that. But all I can do is is punch it into the. Feels like it's out of our hands. I, you know, I wouldn't even say it's in God's hands. What's higher than God? You the, know, that's that's how high up this The goes. random name generator. The random name generator. Yeah, that's yeah. higher. That's where the name God came from. Yeah. The random name generator spat it out. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Fuck, does he put in to Patreon as well? That's great. I bet he only puts two bucks in. Fucking tight ass. I'd like to think if God Comedy was chipping in, he'd have the resources to <laughs> get a little more than $69. Hang on, I'm just writing something down. That just gives me an idea. Just... Just said it, yeah, and okay, right, cool. Now we're back concentrating. Right. Great. So, how we've already had a long day. Yeah, we've been recording a bunch of stuff before this. Yeah, it's a hot day. Yeah. Uh, how many do you want to do? How many names? Yeah. One name. Just one name. Yep. One name, five times with slight variance on the name. What do you think? Okay, so one name, and then sort of changing the letters around yeah. five times. I'm gonna so put, there's only enough letters in it for there to be five possible combinations. I'm going to put the letters from the people from the first person's name into the random letter generator. Okay. And, and then so it takes some out, out in a different order. Put some in right. different order. And with the random letter generator, is it it's one of those apps where you get to use it five times and then you have to start paying. Yes. So we can't write it's well, the demo version. Yeah. yeah. So we don't want to run at a loss here. We've got the shareware version. Yeah. Well, this this might go terribly, so you don't want to, you know, pay for it, have it forever, and <laughs> yes. you never use it again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm fine with this. Yeah, I mean that this makes. I'm surprised we even had to explain any of that. This seems agreeable. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Thank you to Patreon subscribers. Thank you to all these people who send us money and say thank you in a monetary way for us being absolute geniuses for mm. an hour every week. Yes. Or an hour and a half, or whatever the fuck we do. So. By the way, we should. Can we talk about this very quickly? Mm. 
you see these reviews every now and then on our iTunes and stuff of people going like, oh, it's just this. It's just this, like, childish smut fest. As if that's like a failing of us. Yeah. That's what we set out to do. Yeah. So mission accomplished. Well, I don't agree with it anyway. <laughs> I think I, we, what we do is it's not that bad and whoever said that can suck my big dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. Um, so thank oh. you to Patreon subscribers. The first, the, the, only, the original name. Here we go. Patreon subscribers, number one. Thank you to Ashlyn Guthrie. Ashlyn. Ashlyn, yeah. Ashlyn. I've never heard that before. Really? Ashlyn. I've got to say, you, there was a sting in the tail there. I really thought I was, I was bracing myself to hear Ashley. I've never been more certain wow. of anything in my life. It's a bit of an M. Night Shyamalan sort of a thing there, wasn't M. it? M. Night Ashlyn. Yeah. You didn't, didn't see it coming and, and um, bang. Now, nickname-wise, there mm. was a guy at my school with the last name Guthrie. And he had the nickname Gutters. Mm. I wonder if she gets gutters. Oh man, I you know I think I think girls are less likely to get those sort of nicknames than nicknames, guys, aren't yeah. they? Maybe because it just sounds so blokey and so stupid and so base that I think the I mean girls don't get do girls get as many nicknames as guys. Mm. I think I feel, but I feel like any time. I mean, they girl... don't even get their name. They get like nickname is named after a guy to start with. Very good. Well, mm. Nicole name. Oh yeah, Nicole name. That's the female nickname, Nicole name. <laughs> Nicole name. I, but I What's your Nicole name? Anytime a girl has a Nicole name, I reckon it's always come from a guy. Right. I reckon it's I reckon they have them, but I don't think it's a thing girls decide that they should do to each other. Yeah. It's a bloke going Right. You know. I can't imagine someone going up to Ashlyn and going, Hey Knackers, yeah. what's going on? Well, so my friend Gutters, he was I don't know if you had anyone like this at your school, the kid who's parent, teacher at the school. Now, that's a tough life. Yeah. No escape. Yeah, I had, I had one or two of those. Yeah. Yeah, and then you don't – now, what, what's, what, do, what would you prefer in that situation? Would you prefer to be taught two by your – Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> would you prefer to be taught by your parent or, or be in the other class? Um, see, I'm very – I get very paranoid in very, like, unrealistic ways. So – I would, I would hate being taught by my parent, but also I would have a fear that, oh, my friends are in that class and yeah. dad's just up there talking shit about me. Yeah. That would be my concern, well, that I'm not there to monitor it. I'd be more, you know, sort of scared that the other kids are in that class with my dad and they're all hanging shit on him. Go, oh, oh, Mr. Chandler, what a fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is that thing because, you, you know, you, you're very, you, you're, you can be the most critical of your parents, but then when your friends would meet them and you'd go... Uh, you, uh, you know, if people pile on your dad a little bit too much, it's like, yeah. that's my fucking dad. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Only I get to say he's a stupid cunt. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And I don't know about the dynamic of going from school to home. Like, does your dad then turn into a bit more of a teacher at home as well? Or I guess yeah. he's a teacher, you're just always going to be a teacher. Is there a thing where you're not allowed I, – I swear there's a thing where you're not allowed to be in a class with your teacher as a, with your parent as a teacher. Really? Maybe. It feels like it should be a thing. Yeah, I I think it's a thing that people just think is a good idea. Yeah. I don't think there would be a rule about it mm. because you get small towns and there's only one teacher. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, thanks, Ashlyn. Thanks, Asho. Thanks, Gutters. Um, I hope that Nicole name sticks. <laughs> uh, thank you I hope the term Nicole name sticks. Yeah, me too. If that's the one thing we take out of this yeah. step, that's good. I'm a fan. Um, all right, I've just got to hit the button. Okay. 
Oh, rearrange the letters? Yep. Uh-huh. The random letter generator, yep. as I explained yep. a couple of minutes Demo ago. Demo version is watermarked across Demo. the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah. If I was, if you're going to use this name, uh, a photo of this this name. Everyone you, would know. You have to get the watermark off it. Yep. You have to, it's one of those ones you spend an hour or two on in Photoshop getting the name, mm-hmm. the, the watermark off it. Thank you to Patreon. So here we go. It's finished. Um, it does take a while, the demo version. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber, Matthew Lyons. Matthew Lyons. Well, I am not lying when I say I appreciate this money. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't he, – he might as well be Matthew not whistling Dixie about giving us a bit of sweet cash. Lyons, the king of the financial jungle. Yeah. Um, Lyons, what else? Um, the Lyons king as far as I'm concerned. In what way? The, li- the Lion King. Well, the why movie. is he that? He's the, he's the king because oh, he's the giving king. us money. Oh, you like, he's king's generous. a good thing. Yeah. He's generous. Okay, I get that. I get that. How is king not a good thing? Uh, Very anti-monarchy over you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Over I'm, you. I, I would have said Matthew Presidents. He's know? like, he took us when we were a little cub and he held us up, you know, over the cliff, just just watching all, just, you know, everything in front of you. And he said, one day all of this content will be yours. I've got to say, never seen The Lion King. You've got to say. I've got to say it. This is a bombshell. I'm outing myself. That's not surprising because you would have been what, like 35 when that came no. out? No. <laughs> no, but you would have been you would have been well outside the target yes, audience. But I've got to say that it, it is one of those ones that there's so many pop culture references have, have sprung from it mm. that you just have to sort of learn the vaguely the things that people say yeah. about it and you go, oh, yeah, the circle of life, cool. I, yeah, but that's true of heaps of things. There's so many things that are so ubiquitous that you feel like you've seen them, yeah. even though you've never seen a single frame. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I guess with something like The Godfather, people say something, I go, oh, yeah, I haven't seen it, but no one has. Yeah. You know, Lion King, I feel like Wait, everyone what? I know. No, you think no one has seen The Godfather? Yeah, no one's seen it. No one's seen it. Yeah, you, have you seen it? No. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> Proves my case. 100% rock solid theory. I have it. I have a box somewhere that I got to... You have a box set of it. I've got the the trilogy, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, well, you know. I will say it's – it takes a long time to get going. I started watching it. Right. And I thought, you know, like when you watch one of the greats, you think you're just going to have your socks rocked off from the the first frame. Yep. And I was 15 minutes in and going, oh, this is one of those. Yeah, I've got to kind of – yeah. Persevere for a good halfer. Yeah. And I just didn't have it in me at the time. Yeah, all of a sudden it's a lot easier to watch the movie where Adam Sandler dresses up as his sister or oh, whatever. Oh, totally. Because yeah. that's like you're getting your rocks off at the same time. Yeah. Jack and Jill. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jack my you're tiny Jack and dick your Jill. off. And Jill my tiny dick off. <laughs> <laughs> have we done that before? It know. feels like something we would have done. Yeah. I feel like we've done everything at this point. Right, right. 370... Four episodes. Hey, we haven't done the random letter generator before, so yeah. Okay, but that, no, that was the last thing we hadn't done. Right. Okay. That was the last thing left, and now we've done everything. Right. We've right. done every conceivable bit on this. We've podcast. clocked content. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's sort of exciting and depressing at the same time. Um, thanks, Maddie Lyons. Thanks, Lyons. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber, and this is a regular on the socials. Thank you to Michelle Edwards. Well, the. The random letter generator I mean, took no time. Then. I know, but I, this is bizarre. That is, it is warmed up. I'm, I, you know, I'm getting so au fait with the technology now that former just happened. This is, I tell you what, this is turning into a good ad for the random letter generator. To be honest, it is, I feel like I'm not even using they it. They should be paying us. This is good. This is quality content. Well, it is a good product. Like I, you know, I don't like to spruik when we're not being paid, but not I tell good you enough what, to pay for it. That but was, the demo version is all you need. That was silky smooth the way that happened mm. then, as mm. you all heard. Yep. in your ears, um, Michelle Edwards. Yeah, yeah Michelle, attractive name. I'm putting it out there. Wow, huge. Mm, yeah, 
Michelle. Yeah, can't can't see can't see how you can go wrong with Michelle. Michelle, you know what? Michelle, good name for your kid. Interesting. Mm. Oh, this is what I was going to tell you. This episode that people just heard, the Canberra episode. Yes. Right before the episode started, me and Josh were debating whether we should do a bit in the episode where we pretend that in the car ride up, you had told us that you were going to have a kid. <laughs> and you would like deny it and we'd go, oh no, he doesn't want to announce it yet. We just thought that would be a lot of fun to just string that out for an hour. And then just the socials. If we just committed, yeah. we were like, can we get the listeners to believe that this is real? Yeah, that's sort of funny. Michelle Chandler. Mm. Yeah. Michelle. That's a good... It's, it is a what? good name. It's, it's a good nice. name. It's not too sexy. It's not too okay, okay. It's not too ugly. It's it's. I wouldn't say it's right in the middle. It's it's up a little bit from the middle. So you don't want to give you, you. So if you have a daughter, you don't want to give them a sexy name. No. Right. I don't want to call my name my my daughter Mum um, Chandler. No. <laughs> um, Sapphire or give it right. Okay. You yeah, know some like, sort of yeah. sexy stripper name or yeah. anything like that. Well, there's a difference between a name that sounds sexy and a name that is just a name that a stripper has. Well. Sapphire's sexy as well, isn't it? That's it's sort of. I but mean, that's, that's why that's, that's why a stripper got it to start with. But that's a pseudonym that they would use. That's what do you think is just a sexy, just like a normal birth name? Uh, Samantha. Some you think Samantha? Totally. Okay. There's so many sexy Samanthas in history. Mm-hmm. Samantha from Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Samantha Fox, the topless model in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Samantha from Bewitched. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's all. That's three. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need. It's a rule of three. If you've got three, it's like someone said once, Stephen Wright said once, if you do a joke work three times, bang, that's a good joke. There you go. If you have three sexy instances of a name, mm-hmm. bang, sexy name. So you would be anxious about giving a daughter that na- the name Samantha. Yes. Because, because what? Boys at school are going to be looking at her at birth certificate and going, Phew. Yeah. But, you know, they'll do roll call and some of the kids in class will just, just ejaculate straight away. <laughs> Boom. Like the secret sound. It just, don't know what happened. Right. And then because you, na- because you named your daughter and that caused those boys to ejaculate, you're up on charges. Butterfly You've effect. You've basically made these boys ejaculate. Yeah. That's a crime. The butterfly effect of cum. <laughs> <laughs> I, name a, I name a child... And then years later, boom, every boy in the primary school's dick ejaculates. Like that, uh, what's that rumour about that certain musical frequency that makes people shit themselves? The brown sound. It's like that, the, yeah. white, the white. The white sound. The white sound. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what the Beatles were trying to do with the white album? <laughs> Make an album so good that people are just coming constantly as well, they listen to it? Well, that's what they were trying to do. And an earlier, an earlier attempt at that was to call their song Michelle. But as we all know now, not quite sexy enough. <laughs> yes. Finally, we've broken it open. Yeah, yeah. This is like Song Exploder. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Yep. Um, thank you to long time coming this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of yours and mine now, because this is this is one of the tight band crew, the OG crew of the Kosamui International Podcast Festival. This oh, is... and again, I mean, you're barely, you're not even mentioning the letter generator anymore. Yeah. So it's just it's. It's just working seamlessly in the background I know. I know. to a degree that you don't even know that it's happening. Now, what a fantastic advertisement. Well, I've just found out it's got voice recognition because as soon as I read out the last <laughs> right. one, it just it's went, like time to okay, yep. on to the next one. Yep, yep. Chuck a few of those letters out. Chuck a few new, new ones in. Mm-hmm. Scramble Boom. it up. Done. And this is what we've got. Original member, original uh, uh, goer, mm-hmm. participant of the – pass holder of the Coast Millie Podcast Festival mm-hmm. – 
Um, and I believe is signed up to go again next mm-hmm. year. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Linda Moulton. Linda, yes. Now of, she, of New York of City. New York City, the greatest city in the world. Mm. She got mentioned three weeks ago now on the show with Auntie Donna. Oh, did she? Yeah, they met her. She went to one of their shows oh, in yes. New York because they were there around the site. Because she came to Samui. We talked about this at the time, but she came to Samui because she thought, you know, I live in New York. Yep. I'm never going to get to see these guys live. This yep. is as good as it's going to get. She gets home and bugger me down within two weeks. <laughs> we yep. announced that we're doing a gig in New York City. Yep, yep, yep. But hey, she came along to that too. Uh, great person. Yes, she came along to the Coast of Moon Podcast Festival and, and was one of many that had an absolute ball. Um, she's back. She's doing it again. She is. And she is. Um, she was She was telling me that she's on the verge of becoming a doctor. Wow. So she is very close to being Dr. Dr. Moulton. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Dr. Moulton. Well, I don't think she's close to being Dr. Dr. Moulton. She's close right. to being Dr. Moulton. Right. Okay. I just the, thought the that's Dr. how it Dr. Dr. Ramsey thing we've never really worked out. Right. I think you have to lose your mind. Right. You be a doctor and then you go crazy and then you're the Dr. Doctor. Well, New York City is the right place for it mm-hmm. to go crazy, lose your mind and walk the streets forever. I did not know that that's a thing she was studying. That's yes. cool. She yes. could be the official She could be the official doctor of the Kosamui International Podcast Festival. I would say that she would be one of the few doctors that listen to this show, wouldn't you? Uh, no, a very good friend of mine listens. Oh. Who's a doctor. Okay. Mm. Well, I'd say that they're the only two that doctors <laughs> that listen. Uh, no, I think I, – I, I reckon you'd be surprised. Okay. I reckon you'd be surprised. All right. Well, let us know if you are a doctor mm. and what you are a doctor of. Very happy to um, boost this show's credentials. Very happy to know that there are some – is there anyone that is a member of Mensa that oh, listens yes, to this show? Oh, yes. That I'd like to know. How smart. That's what I'd like to do. I'd like to see... What's the highest IQ of an audience member that we yes. have? Yes. Who's the smartest? <laughs> where, does it, where does it bottom out? Yeah. <laughs> How smart can you be and still listen to this show? Mm. All right. Uh, thank you to... Oh, thanks, Linda. Thanks, Linda. Yeah, thanks very Looking much, Looking forward Linda. to seeing you again in June 2018. She was, she was one of the people that went to the Russian strip club that we went to on the final night. I did not go. You didn't go? I didn't go. Why didn't you go? I'd gone to bed. Okay. Well, what a final night party that was. <laughs> it was a long day. And to be honest, I did not enjoy the strip club. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was a nice little full stop on the whole, on the whole thing. Mm. Um, and so that's, that's thanks, Linda. And now we've got just, uh, just uh, the one more. Oh, it's flashing up saying yep. one, just says last one final left one. before you yep. have to start paying. It's already come up asking for the credit card details. Oh, yeah, here we go. No, thank you. So once I hit this... That's, um, you know, I start getting the whole paywall after this. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess it was worth it for one week. This was good. Yeah. We should try and find a way to hack it and, you know, like just oh, maybe I'll get it from my account next week and we'll get another go of it for free. Yeah. Nice. Or we could use this money to, to buy our own licensed I mean, version. But you know, it just doesn't. I know, but with the, with the spirit of the whole Patreon, you know, people are chipping money for yeah, us. Yeah, we've got the money and it has been pretty worthwhile. Yeah. It seems like a pretty good app. I mean, it. It's not that expensive, it says here. How much is it? $69. For an app? Yeah. That's expensive for an app. But if we're using it every week and, you know, you, you can't go without randomly. So, for example, if we use it for 69 weeks. Yeah. That's, all a, of a, that's sudden, a dollar a week. That's a dollar a week. Yeah. That's not too okay, bad. Okay, that's not too bad at all. Um, you tell me another way we can do this without randomly messing up <laughs> letters in people's names. Yeah, there's no other way of doing it. All right, look, I'll... I'll Let's sign up. We'll talk about it. Go halves in it. That's $34.50 each. Yep. Okay. That's a good deal. All right. Bang. 
And here we go. The fifth one for this week and final, if I may say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Well, they've, they've saved a good one for last anyway for the... It's just, well, it's just random. For the, I know. It's no saving, but... I know. It just seems like that. But it's the, a, And let's it's remember, time. these are all just different interpretations of the first name that we read Ashlyn out. Guthrie. Ashlyn Guthrie. This is an Hard evolution. That those letters are all just in these other names. <laughs> With a few... Letters put in and a few taken out, of course. But that's that's the hey, that's, that's the, the genius of, of the letter hey, generator. That's life. That's the genius of the le- of yeah. random letter generator. Yeah. It can do everything. Um, but yeah, okay. It has randomly generated a name. Um, and oh, did I tell you that the <laughs> there's another function of the random letter generator where no, it, you didn't. It's like the random name generator. You know how it used to give a bit of detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for each person? <laughs> yes. It's, it's given the details. Oh, it's it's randomly that. given the details. It's detail. given out some random details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, some random well, details. Well, I mean, why, why not bring that up before when I was debating whether it was worth $69? That's well, absolutely worth the money. Right, right. Well, I didn't. there wasn't a lot of interesting stuff for the other people, so it didn't cross my mind. <laughs> but this one's got a little bit of interesting oh, fantastic. stuff. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So um, thank you to Patreon subscriber, Optimus Comedy. Now... I have to say, I, and you—you you got a better memory than me. This may be the first robot that has subscribed to uh, to our. Well, patron. I mean, y- yes, Optimus. Optimus is the name of a famous robot. Okay, I wouldn't. Which have, one? Optimus Prime. Right. I wouldn't have jumped the gun like you and just automatically assumed that because it's got the same name, it's also definitely it, a robot. I'm reading the. But I also I don't have the information yeah. in front of me. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, it's a it's a robot that mm. gives us money. Okay. Yep. Every week. Yep. Um, it is a, uh, it's, it's something, it, it, it changes its shape. Yeah. Oh, so like a... As a ro- it, it's a shape-changing robot. It change, it transforms from I wouldn't one go thing that far. I would say another. It, it changes its, it randomly, it, it's a random form generator, really, all in, in one robot. I mean, the, the word for it is just tr- transformation. Okay, well, that's your word for it. Like how this show went from being pretty good to really bad <laughs> once we started doing this bit in it. That's all your word for it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm using my words for it so that I'm legally covered. Okay. Um, it, it, it randomly generates its own form, new mm-hmm. forms all the time. So, um, so can I ask what it, what it randomly generates from and then into? Yes, uh, from a man into a purse. And so then we get the money out of the purse. Oh, we dip into the purse, yeah. right. So this is just more of a functional thing. It's not – I mean, there's not – are there kind of is – there, is there like another type of robot that it's fighting against, you know, like the Deceptor content? Well, I, I believe we have to get the full upgrade to get that much information. Okay, right, right, right. From the, the oh, well, random this, letter Again, generator. this is going to be really worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, um, it's, it's, it's just a man into a purse, which is sort of – one of the lamer. Say, but when you say man – yeah. Like a human. No, like a big robot man. Like a robot, humanoid a robot. Humanoid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, were you confused by that? Sorry. Well, Sorry. you said man. Yeah, well, a man. Look, <laughs> I don't see the picture of Optimus Comedy right here. I'm just going Why not? What... <laughs> don't tell me that's behind the paywall That's the paywall. Well. <laughs> that's what you get for $69 a month or whatever it is. $69 all up. Optimus Comedy. Optimus Comedy. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good name, I think. It is good. It is um it does make me wonder where that is on the on the comedy family tree. That's, that was gonna be my next question. This feels like it's this I mean, this is completely separate. Maybe maybe uh, maybe someone on the comedy family tree invented Optimus Comedy. Maybe this 
Robot isn't called Optimus Comedy at all. Maybe it's like Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It's not called Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster. Oh, so it's what? It's Optimus Comedy's monster? Yeah. Optimus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's, you know, perhaps there's some kind of... Uh, is there perhaps some kind of like crazy inventor within oh. the comedy family Well, maybe tree, we'll find you know? out in the weeks to come. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> Gizmo Who knows? comedy. Who knows with, the, with the, the crazy sort of generators we use here on this show. It's just coincidence after coincidence yeah. on this show in the last few months. Is it, is it a coincidence if, you, if there's nothing but coincidences? Is, it, is that still a coincidence? You mean once, com- once coincidences become the new established yeah. norm, yeah. are they still – yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I've never thought of it like that. Mm. Mm. Well, 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 some of you doctors out there can figure mm-hmm. that one yeah. out. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Optimus Comedy. Yeah, thank, on behalf thank you. of on, on behalf of us, and dare I say it, all mankind. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank for you for, for morphing being... into that, for going <laughs> and turning into a purse. Thank you for being one of the more generous robots I know of. Yeah, <laughs> really appreciate that. And also, how do you earn your money as a robot? Well, I mean, it doesn't need to. It's a it's a purse. It just turns into a purse, and the money's just in there. So we get part of that robot every time. I guess. Is it, it's not magic, is it? Like, does it generate new currency? Because that would be against the law. That's like a self-minting robot. Yeah, well... Is this legal tender we're even getting? This feels pretty big. Yeah. This, this, this feels almost like we're going to get into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> With the laws of physics at the very least. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, who contributes every month. This uh, is why we need... More smart people to listen to this yes. show to figure out what we're talking about. LittleDumDumClub.com <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the links to the Patreon if you want to chip in and get some sweet rewards every month, bonus episodes, a magazine. Uh, yes, you can also find all the details of the live shows we have coming up. We would love to see you at one of them. Thank you very much for listening, everyone, and we will see you next week. See, see you, mates. mates.